Breaking news at uh, townhall.com. I'm Jeremy House. Rishi Sunak has become Britain's third Prime Minister of the Year. Sunak clinched the leadership position Monday as his party tries to stabilize the economy and its own plunging popularity. There were several heated clashes during a raucous Florida gubernatorial debate last night that covered the COVID-19 pandemic, abortion, crime, education, and President Biden. Republican incumbent Ron DeSantis defended his critical race theory position. I'm proud of our history. I don't want to teach kids to hate our country. I don't want to teach kids to hate each other. And the way to stop discrimination on the basis of race is to stop discriminating on the basis of race. Democratic challenger Charlie Chris says his opponent and others want to rewrite history. Those who don't know history may be condemned to repeat it. Usually people use that in reference to the Holocaust. It could just as easily be referenced to slavery in our country. It happened. It's a fact. The debate was aired on Sinclair Broadcast Group, WPC-TV. A Russian court has rejected U.S. basketball star Brittany Griner's appeal against her nine-year prison sentence for drug possession. Griner was convicted August 4th after police said they found vape canisters containing cannabis oil in her luggage at Moscow's airport. U.S. Deputy Secretary of State Wendy Sherman has warned North Korea against escalating its provocations, saying the United States will fully use its military capabilities, quote, including nuclear, conventional, and missile defense to defend its allies, Japan and South Korea. On Wall Street, the Dow was up 170 points at 31,670. The Nasdaq is ahead 162. More on these stories at townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value, protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. Attorney General Merrick Garland has announced three new criminal cases against China, two of them involving Chinese intelligence officers. The first case involved two Chinese intelligence officers accused of bribing a U.S. government employee working as a double agent with the FBI. General Garland. The defendants believed that they had recruited the U.S. employee as an asset, but in fact, the individual they recruited was actually a double agent. The other cases involved a campaign to recruit Americans to act as agents for China. FBI Director Christopher Wray explains the charges. Each of these cases lays bare the Chinese government's flagrant violation of international laws as they work to project their authoritarian view around the world. Bernie Bennett in Washington. Norway's public broadcaster says the country's domestic security agency has detained a man who entered the country as a Brazilian citizen but is suspected of being a Russian spy. News and analysis at townhall.com.
Today, mostly cloudy, isolated showers, temperatures in the upper 60s. Tonight, cloudy with a chance for a shower, overnight low 58. It'll be a mild night tonight. Tomorrow, cloudy with a chance for showers, highs in the mid to upper 60s. And then Thursday, we turn the corner, partly to mostly sunny, highs near 70. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney, wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Tuesday. 63 in Norwich and New London. Good morning. I'm Marty Hausberger. Members of the New England congressional delegation are asking President Biden to release stockpiles from the Northeast Home Heating Oil Reserve. As prices rise in a letter to the president, they say families should not be forced to make choices between staying warm and putting food on the table. New poll shows that Governor Ned Lamont and Senator Richard Blumenthal each hold 15-point leads as the Democrats seek re-election. With the vote two weeks from today, Lamont holds a 56-41% lead over Republican Bob Stefanowski in the Quinnipiac poll of registered state voters. Blumenthal holds an identical 56-41 lead over Greenwich Republican Leora Levy. The poll also shows that most Connecticut voters consider inflation as the top issue facing the state heading into Election Day. And a local holiday season attraction is getting bigger, the Ocean Community Chamber of Commerce announcing that the Stonington Lobster Trap Tree, which debuted last year, will be at least four feet taller than it was last year. With 60 more traps and buoys and more lights, the tree will be lit November the 26th at Town Dock in Stonington Borough. Mostly cloudy, isolated showers today, 69, 63 in Norwich, 10.05. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. Hey, Mr. Story. Oh. Don't say it. Okay. What'd I miss? You missed uh, congratulations to China's leader, Xi Jinping. Oh, he got his third term, right? Yep, he uh, nominated. Did he get 100% of the vote? 100% of the vote. <laughs> he is now going to be uh, the leader for another five years. Wow, yeah, they had to change some stuff to get him in there three times, right? Because you, you used to have term limits over there. You kidding? <laughs> so congratulations on his victory. Should be a big parade. Chairman Ping. Or Chairman Ping, once again, has been... Uh, Chosen by himself to be the leader of China. <laughs> it was one vote and he got it. One vote. One to nothing. <laughs> oh, man. Ah. Can't make this stuff up, huh? And how about in Great Britain where the, uh, mm-hmm. they already got a new prime minister after the other person lasted 40 days? Yeah, that's bizarre. I don't think that's ever happened there before. Wouldn't it be cool if we could do that here to get rid of whoever we don't like in like 40 days, six weeks? You're out. You stink. Get out. And we put give somebody him, else in there. I I say give him or her six months, and then I was like, what kind of damage could she have done in forty days? I mean, well, I guess she did like a she lot. Got railroaded. I don't know what the deal is there, but yeah, Amazing. forty days. You get six months. That's it. That's it. Six months. Some people say that uh, marriages should uh, renew after one year. You have a choice whether you want to. Stay with it or whether you want to leave the marriage. So one year in, you should know? Yeah, pretty much. It was a pretty good idea, huh? I would think, yeah. It'll be like politics. The uh, the last, before the year is up, everybody will be extra nice to each other. Yeah. They want to be. Right. Well, that's I want to divorce Mr. President. That's what we would say, I guess, or Mrs. President. Yeah, sorry. Uh, it's not working out. <clears throat> we're going to vo- take another vote. Well, I won't go through that again. <laughs> I have a tip for Halloween. A Halloween tip, all right. When you see Wolfman on Halloween, mm-hmm. don't talk politics with him. 
Don't talk politics. No, it gets very angry. Why not? Oh. Very angry. You don't want to see Wolfman when he's really angry. No, he's scary enough as it scary is. Scary enough, but to bring up politics. Wolfman. Yeah, Wolfman. So I'm don't talk politics to Wolfman. Guess who's going to be yeah. on my program at one thirty? Wolfman? No. No. Uh, Angie from next Dracula? door. Angie from next door. You mean WCTY Angie? <clears throat> That's right. Why in the she's going to talk heck about would you want her on? She's going to do... <laughs> she has a <laughs> Halloween story to tell us. A Halloween story? She's yeah. got a Halloween story? There she is. She's she's leaving yeah. the studio with did. a baggie full of muffins or something. Oh, really? Make sure when she comes on the show that she brings you the muffins that she has in her possession. Uh, I hope she didn't You got to give that to Stu. That's payola for her, him being... you. Muffins. She has muffins. Uh, I want to talk to lots of people from Hall Communications. Oh, she's she's actually giving them out. She's not hogging them for herself, as oh, I really? thought she was. Okay. Well, I'm the muffin man. You are the muffin man. You're getting a muffin, Stu. I got a muffin. You got a muffin. We all get muffins. Thank you, Angie. Thanks, Angie. I'll uh, have the one thirty. She's going to be on with a ghost with one single ghost story. Well, we'll do a lot of uh, spooky stuff for Halloween. I yeah. want to know everybody's Halloween stories this week. Everybody's Halloween stories. Yeah, and so you, I'm sure you'll have one or two for me. What do you mean, Halloween stories? You know, growing like, growing up, something unusual, or maybe a ghost story that you'd like to... Uh, oh, I don't know any know. ghost stories. <clears throat> we ain't got time to work on it. <laughs> Just wanted to mention one other thing, to, which really... Uh, talk about lack of common sense mm-hmm. that we have in the world, in the country today, that... In some states, you probably have heard that, if somebody goes into your house, they can say it's theirs, and they don't have to leave. Like You're, squatters? Squatters. Yeah, I've heard this. And you can say, hey, get out of my house. So then you have to go through court, go through the whole deal. What? That makes no sense. I know. <coughs> Excuse me. You can't call the police and say, hey, this guy won't is in my house illegally, and uh, he won't get out? No, they could say it's my so, house. But it's not. I know. That's what I mean. No common sense. I know. Well, so you have why to go, would the government make you go through this? Just you have to police. go through court. It's not like they're immediately going to throw you out. I'm sure there'd be enough proof that it's this your house. Ridiculous. I know. We saw that in the news the other day. I've heard of such stories, yeah. but That's it. So whatever happened to breaking and entering? Exactly. All right, breaking and entering is against the law, but breaking and entering and staying there is okay. It's not. It's yeah. not against the law. How is this? Because you're not stealing anything. It's a loophole, I guess. You know, if you're not stealing anything, everybody can say it's my stuff. You're just visiting. You're not leaving with it. Oh. They found a loophole. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. I know. But in Florida, you could, like, shoot that person, right? Because they have uh, something about... Not if it's their Stand house. Stand your ground or something. Not if it's their house. It's not their house. And they claim it's they their house. They say it's their house, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Shoot the we person. We have totally lost our way. And we have lost our way. <laughs> it's, it's Everything is 180 out of phase. And yes. Where has all the common sense gone? Where's all the accountability gone? Accountability That's gone. Like nobody wants to take responsibility for anything. Oh, come on. Just like this no-bail deal. Yeah. All over the country. That's so, working out. So what's happened? And there's more crime. There's more criminals out there. Duh. More crime. Making uh Who's all that coming? Mm-hmm. Making uh some really bad illegal drugs legal some places. Boom. Mm. More people dying from drugs, more crime. 
Yeah, because drugs is the uh, <coughs> linchpin for a lot of crime. It is. So now it's legal. At least I think so. Yeah, okay. There's some heroin for Christmas. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. This is why I sit in the ponder corner for days. All I want for Christmas is mm. heroin. 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 Heroin has another name. That's somebody who saves somebody. They call them yeah. heroin. Yeah. But, uh... A female hero, heroin. Yes. Yeah. Well, these are things that I ponder. Stop pondering. Thanks for sharing with me, Dr. Hausberger. <laughs> That'll be $500. Again. As usual. Yep. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now, here's Stu Breyer. We can talk about. Things that have no common sense, like defunding the police, no bail in certain uh, states, more crime. We could go, let's talk about things that don't make any sense. Welcome to the program. You're on the air. Good morning. Hi, Stu. Hi. There he is, number one. Hey, squatting. I remember, remember the squatty potty? I didn't hear about, hear about that lately, though. No, but I knew you'd get to the potty sooner or later. Yeah, the squatty. And I find that uh, my legs are really long. I'm, well, tall. I'm everywhere. But um, I find I have a regular height toilet. And I'm tall enough to where as if, if I put my toes, you know, kind of like tippy-toe while I'm using it, mm-hmm. it automatically does the, um, the squatty-type um, elimination. Um, How tall are you anyway? Uh, six foot two and a half or a quarter, something like that. Oh, that's okay. Too small to be a basketball player. But anyway, it, the goal is a lot better uh, staying um, using the squatty method, which I've mm-hmm. um, figured out how to do that. Somebody told me, just get a bunch of old telephone books and stand on that. I don't think that, you know, squat with that making the feet higher. I don't like that because... They're glossy, and they, they could, um, mm-hmm. you know, like, slide away, and you could fall. So I wouldn't think that would be a good all, idea. First of all, if you can find a telephone book, let me know. Again. Yeah, yeah I, I have one left. Anymore. That's about it. One left. That's and, from 1938. Uh, because they don't have any more. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, the squatty potty, and, oh, oh have you ever, have you, were you able to come up with any of the, those three goodbye songs by any chance? No, I haven't found them, no. I'm sorry. I'd like to. <laughs> My favorite one is Hee Haw because um, they they say we, we hope we have shared a, jo- a song or and it's a very good um, you know a parting uh, song. Well, listen. Uh, thanks for coming to our po- uh, pot- uh, party, and uh, talk okay. to you later. Yeah. And did anybody ever buy a squatty potty? That's listening. That'd be uh, well, a, um, sure, we should know that. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi. Good morning, Stu. Morning. Well, I had more bad luck What's with Hartford Healthcare. Well, you've had a lot of bad luck. You been telling me about this for a long time. Really bad. It's been 13 months of torture. What's the I problem? I had a lethal injection given to me on the 18th of October at United Community and Family Services. So I'm doing what Marvin told me to do, and I contacted the bioethics director at the National Institutes of Health. 
and I've been filing grievances with the senator. Um, Can you explain to me what a lethal injection is? A lethal injection. It causes death. Well, you're still here. Yeah. So So it wasn't lethal. Anyway, the director emailed me a link, and I I completed a vaccine adverse event form and mailed it out to them. And I been tortured by the local hospital for nine months, so I sent an email to the hospital engineering services representative with the National Institutes of Health. Um, and what, actually, what actually is your complaint? I'm dying from the injection. You're, you're, you're dying from the it, recent it injection? It violently collapsed. It just attacked my whole spinal fluids. Um, you don't sound. You sound healthy. My fluid gushed out and down and ruptured my aneurysm. This is from the recent injection that you got at UCFS. Yes. So I lodged grievances about Hartford <clears throat> Healthcare in general. What did you get the? To everybody. May I ask? What did you get the injection for? I went in for a, a complimentary asthma inhaler, and the doctor ordered the injection. Mm-hmm. So I went to urgent care, and the doctor lied about my condition. But he did want the manufacturer and lot number of the drug that was given to me. So I got that. And that's what you have to use when you file your adverse vaccine reaction. I've been in severe trauma and shock since February from ER procedures after being given toxic grenade drugs by the Southeastern Mental Health Authority. Have you ever had a good experience with doctors? No. Well, yes and no. What? No. I was with Generations Family Health for over 15 years. And when I was drugged for schizophrenia in 1999, I had four falls on staircases. As a result of being born with spina bifida in my lower back, those falls on staircases caused paraplegia. I was still able to walk, but I had difficulty with balance sometimes. And then during my 50s, I begged Generations for help with my back. For 15 years, I wrote letters to them. Um, I have a book by a doctor who specializes. The degree of trauma is really, really, really bad, and the medical field is corrupt. Well, you but sound you sound articulate, and your voice sounds good. So, my spinal fluids are my cerebrospinal fluids that support my blood-brain barrier gushed out, and I'm not able to hold my neck or head or my arm up anymore. It's called biowarfare. So like I should be in the, the senator for trauma centers because they're doing it to everybody now. If that's your case, you should probably be in the emergency room now. No, that's they're the ones that cause. They're the they're the second component of the biowarfare. And Dr. Bregan's books delineate how that causes death. They the the practice now at the local emergency rooms is to drain all your blood from your wrists that they can get at any one time. So they're killing everybody, just about everybody that goes in now. Well, that's, you know that's not true. 
You know, many people haven't been to the emergency room. I've had uh, situations in the emergency room, uh, not a lot. You're calling me a liar again. This is the second time you've called me a liar on the air. I'm sorry, but people go to the emergency rooms and they get help. Not everybody goes there and they're. Stu, I have been in shock and trauma and delirium from emergency room protocols for nine months. You're calling me a liar. No, I'm not calling you. I'm just saying you... So has everybody else. I have been there 28 times I'm not saying you're lying about yourself, but I'm saying... My dental care has completely caved in from this injection. Goodbye. Can I say something? Okay. She, what I'm trying to say is she may have had bad experiences in the emergency room, but other people, not everybody, goes to the emergency room, doesn't get better. Hi, welcome to the program. Stu, Joe. Hi, Joe. How you feeling? All right, brother. Good. Yeah. I got, I got something to wait on now. Yeah, because you're coming in so clear. I love you, Stu. Hey, thanks for, first of all, I owe you, uh, thank you. When you closed out yesterday with Judy and, and bring the kids, and you played uh, Dito, and you also played Philadelphia Freedom. Yeah, we got to get them all in for the World Series. Yeah, you did. You jammed it up for, for the, you know, getting us warmed up for the uh, World Series. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, I'm not part, I'm not, I'm not uh, against the Yankees, and and man, I heard a story this morning on NPR. Remember Bo Jackson? He was a football player and a baseball player. Played for the uh, the Chicago White Sox. I remember him well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it's amazing he blew his hip out and all. But anyhow. And that last call, I don't want to rag on her, bro. No, I mean, but, I'm you know, sorry she, if she's she, sick. She, she, you know, complains. You, you, you're always kind to everybody, Stu. Look, I'm sorry she's going through all this. I was I know just it. trying to and make a point. She sounds like she's an ailing c- complainer. I'm sorry no. if we all have it. Guess what happened last night, Stu, right here on Washington Street? Oh, boy, what happened? You're going to really love... Can I have Susie's three extra minutes? No, I, I... After I talk to you, and, and and the guy, he just lives here six months, you know, and his wife, his girlfriend, and the car, a broken wheel bearing. So I, I makeshift, got my tools together like I can. I went out, and it was grizzling. I fixed his car. What's I fixed the car. Good for you. Thank you. Seven hundred dollars they wanted to fix that wheel bearing. I went to the uh, AutoZone and got a, you know, eighty dollar wheel bearing. I pulled the tire off, jacked it up, did the whole nine yards. So right here I am, a junkyard mechanic in in my own uh, uh, well, uh, driveway. You're a good and guy. Then, you yeah. know what he did. I don't know he, what he did. He, 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 I'm going to tell you, Stu. I love you, Stu Breyer. You know I love you, man. He he, he flipped up a bag. And it's the size of Jackie's coins. I'm a coin collector, by the way. That's one of my uh, mm-hmm. little hobbies. And, and I said, he goes, Joey, what should I do? Should I shoot it or should I snort? I said, dude, I don't, I don't, I don't do drugs. Oh my God! I drink. Everybody, yeah. 
Guess what? So last night, you think, you think, right here at NFA, where I live, right up the street, on the green, the lights showed up. Cops, police, uh, uh, the ambulance, and, and, and the fire department. And I said, oh my, I thought I was, I thought I was Phil Rizzuto. I thought, holy cow, what the hell's going on, right? And he went out in a stretcher and he hasn't been home yet. And I can't even talk to the girl that I fixed her car for and saved her $700. Yeah, and I don't, and the kids went off to school this morning, man. It stinks. Many problems, so many problems, and, huh? And, and we talk, and you talk about all these great things on the sh- on your in sh- your program and your show, so. And I learned that's why I listen to you. Listen, and Larry's right. The fentanyl is right here in our backyard, bro. Fentanyl is everywhere, unfortunately. Yeah, I jo- think, <clears throat> and he showed me the bag. And I saw oh, it looked God. like. Uh, Talcum powder, like. Well, you know, never to go. You never yeah, go near that stuff. Goes, yeah. What could I do with it? I said, well, I don't know, man, because I don't do that. Stuff, yeah, man, I would just. Uh, well, anyway, I, I'm glad. I it, had to share this with you, still. I, I've been up all night wondering, and I and I call my good my good friend. She's a retired. Uh, her husband's a retired Norris police officer. Uh, uh, Larry knows him. But I didn't want to mention names over the telephone. But mm-hmm. and she said you can't even call in because they they won't give you any information. Okay, so listen, I I gotta go, Joey. Joey, Joey, take a nap. You'll feel better. Okay. No, I'm gonna sit and listen to you, man. Till, All right. Till the till the cows come home. Okay, I'm still waiting for the cows to come home, but they never quite get there. All right, thank you. Won't you come home, Bill Bailey? You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, Stu. Yeah. Does everybody really think that the short period of time after the midterm elections, and there'll be a clean sweep with the, with the Republicans? Oh, I don't know. That but everything go will ahead. go back to normal right away. Uh, it'll Close get not. only worse. Uh, people are going to turn around and say, see those non Republicans? They made it worse. It's just that they're going to have to slam the brakes on and bring this country to a complete halt. The man in charge is out of control. They'll put handcuffs on him so he won't have any power. But we're in for even worse times. All right, catch you later. All right, thank you. Well, I hope that wouldn't be the case. Let's uh, check the weather. We'll get another call coming up, 889-5252. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Mostly cloudy with some isolated showers today, 69. Chance for a shower tonight, 58. Chance for more showers on a cloudy day tomorrow, high 68. Then it gets a lot better with lots of sunshine on Thursday, and we may hit 70. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. 64 degrees at WICH AM and FM. Number is 889-5252. Are you making multiple trips to the pharmacy each month, taking up your precious time? It's time for you to simplify. I'm Sandra Grillo from Utley & Jones Pharmacy, here to tell you about our exciting refill coordination program called Simplify My Meds. With Simplify My Meds, you won't worry about running short of pills or running out of refills. 
Our pharmacists and staff will check with you every month, review your medications, vitamins, supplements, and call your doctors to get refills for you. With Simplify My Meds, you can get all of your prescriptions filled at the same time every month. You can have the convenience of a single monthly trip to the pharmacy or delivery to your home or office. Isn't it time for you to simplify your life? Isn't it time for you to come into Utley & Jones Pharmacy? That's Utley & Jones Pharmacy, 112 Lafayette Street, Norwich, and online at www.utleyandjones.com. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit MAD.org. Breast cancer is one of the most common kinds of cancer in women. Make a difference like these local businesses by spreading the word. Corsha's Auto Repair in Norwich believes that we must take the necessary steps to detect breast cancer in its early stages and encourage our family and friends to do the same. Although we've made progress, we still have a long way to go to eradicate this disease. Did you know the majority of breast cancers occur in women who do not have a family history? I'm Sandra Wheeler, owner of Four Peace of Mind, organizing homes and offices. I urge all women to get screened for you and all those who love you. Hello, I'm Tina Yitz from Eliza Huntington Memorial Home for Retired Women, located in Norwich. Although we're aware of breast cancer, we need to beat this catastrophic disease together by getting our mammograms and encouraging our family and friends to do the same. All of us at Hall Communications encourage women to get a mammogram as recommended by their doctor. Early detection is the best prevention. For nearly 20 years, it was the most common-sense idea Washington refused to adopt. Give Medicare the power to negotiate with the drug companies to lower our prescription drug prices. But now, at long last, it's been signed into law. Here's Congressman Joe Courtney. Getting things done in Congress takes persistence. And persistence is how we capped the cost of life-saving insulin and have finally given Medicare the power to negotiate prescription drug prices so we lower seniors' out-of-pocket costs. It's true. Joe Courtney's winning the fight to lower prescription drug prices and reduce our health care costs. The new law Courtney helped pass caps the price of life-saving insulin at $35 a month, even penalizes drug makers who increase their prices more than the rate of inflation, driving your costs down. I'm Joe Courtney, candidate for Congress, and continuing to lower your everyday costs is my top priority, and that's why I approve this message. Paid for by Joe Courtney for Congress. Stu Breyer with a welcome to the program. Hey, good morning. Did you say 70 degrees? Uh, 63. Oh, I mean thirsty or something. They said 70. Oh, yeah, we could get up to 70, yes. Mm -hmm. Nice. Mm Mm-hmm. It's okay. All the leaves are falling. Well, well I had we'll lifetime T V on this morning and this show was on and it was Leanne Rhymes and I thought, My gosh, Daryl Monroe. <laughs> Daryl Monroe uh, said that he discovered her, I believe him, and uh, she was about twelve years old when she had that big hit blue. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. This was uh, a movie that was made and she got into Grand Ole Opry and things. I don't remember the name of the movie, but um, it was done in 1997, and I thought, she's got to be close to 40 now, I think. But yeah, she was just a kid I would say, when, when he... Oh, she was a kid, yeah, with this marvelous voice, and she's done yeah. pretty well for herself. Yeah, I remember living in Texas in the 90s, and my husband bought tickets to go to a rodeo in San Antonio, and she was going to perform... 
and we got there, and they said, oh, Leanne Rhymes is sick, and she won't be here today. We'll have somebody else. And I thought, mm. I never got to see her. No, it's too bad, yeah. Yeah. Well, it happens. They get sick like everybody else. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, you have a great day. I'm not calling about any complaints about anywhere. My daughter worked at Somewhere in Time, which is now in repairs. I guess a car drove into it Sunday. Oh. Hmm. So uh, I'm sure a few people got hurt. And I saw, I saw a picture of it, and that was the table I used to sit in right inside the door. You know, you just wonder how people step on the gas instead of the reverse or brakes or something. Yeah, but, that's, you know, you hear that too much these days. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, anyway, have a good day. You too. You have a great show. Take care of yourself. Thank you. Thank you. North City Manager was going to delay his retirement. You probably know that, but in case you didn't. Uh, John Salamone says he'll eventually retire from his current job, but not yet. Mm, let's face it, they didn't want him to retire. So... He's not going to retire. He'll be with us longer. Of course, he's been on our show a number of times. Good guy. And he comes on when I ask him to, and I always like that. All right, we have an open line. If you'd like to call in, you'd be next, 889-5252. Fox News Commentary. The report card is in, and it's not looking good for American students. I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. Hi, I'm Lisa Booth for Bishop Gold Group. Are you worried about your financial future as retirement gets closer? All over the country, soon-to-be retirees are fearing for their financial future as markets remain volatile. Bishop Gold Group helps you invest in gold and gold IRAs to protect your wealth and retirement during times of high inflation and wild swings in the market. Secure your future today. Contact Bishop Gold Group by dialing pound 250 from a mobile phone and say the keyword Bishop Gold or visit bishopgoldgroup.com. Decades of academic progress in reading and math among 4th and 8th graders has been squashed thanks to COVID pandemic policies. According to the nation's report card, scores for American students in these grades are at their lowest in nearly 20 years and no state size statistically significant increase in any category. This isn't just bad news. This is unacceptable in every way. How did we get here? Well, look no further than nearly two years of forced remote learning, masks, social, academic, and extracurricular setbacks. These shocking scores should also serve as a wake-up call to parents. You need to get involved in your child's education. You need to push for voucher and school choice programs, and you need to lobby against administrators and school board representatives who are asleep at the wheel or beholden to teachers' unions over your students. Children are the future, and if our young people aren't even proficient in reading, writing, and math, how the heck are they going to run this country? I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. Calm down, young lady. W-I-C-H. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. What did I miss the first time? You know, I didn't have my uh, radio on right away. Well, I don't about, have time to um, recap everything. but complaining about something. Well, she was uh, talking about her health, and she didn't. Um, she said that her treatment was not good, basically. Hello? So, that's not complaining. Okay, well... Whatever. So what, well, what's on your mind? You know, let me... I, I uh, called about something. Um, I'm looking forward to Saturday because, because of Kevin, I ordered two chicken pie dinners. Oh, everybody loves that chicken pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
The other thing is, uh, I, I guess they offered uh, Mr. Solomon some perks to stay. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah, I guess they felt that, uh, boy, they didn't want to lose him. And he's a good guy. Glad he's staying. Okay, that's it. That's it. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Stu Bryan with you, WICH. The weather this week looks like Halloween, but it's going to get beautiful on uh, Thursday. Today's not bad. It's warm. 65 degrees. I'll take that in late October. It's coming Monday. It's Halloween. We're going to do some Halloween bits. Angie will be with me at 1.30, giving a, a little spooky story, get you in the mood for Halloween. In 2020, Ms. Olsen and her colleagues in Hartford voted into law the Police Accountability Act. Removing qualified immunity allows anyone to file lawsuits against our heroes serving in law enforcement, leaving our community more vulnerable and our fellow citizens less protected. I say enough is enough. It's time for a change. This November 8th, vote Pietro Rocchi Camardella for state senate. My name is Pietro Rocchi Camardella, and I have approved this message. Pay for by Rocky for CT9. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. All righty, or all lefty, you're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. I know I was on a few minutes ago, but you need to take what I'm saying very, very seriously. No, I do, it's, but I, I have to let other people get on. It's to a lot of people. Okay, I'm just saying it, it may have happened to you, but it does not happen to everybody. It's happening to everybody that I've seen there collapsed in from massive, massive, massive blood draws through the, through the wrist. They're not walking. They're traumatized. They're in shock. They're delirious, mm-hmm. just like me. Well, you don't sound, you don't sound delirious. You know, Dr. Bregan's been against <clears throat> this. I have five of his books. I told you that before. I'm going to die from this medical malpractice. Now, Dr. Bregan is aware of the drug, that the lethal drug that was given to me by UCFS on the 18th because I have email. Okay, I'm going to have to let some other people call in, okay? All right, bye. Thank you. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, hi, Sue. Hi, Sue. Sounds like she needs a lawyer. <clears throat> so, Sue, um, were you a little trick-or-treater when you were little Susan? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I used to go over to where Sylvia lives. Across, I call it across the pond, across Avery Pond, over into the project, right around uh, Preston Plains. And back in the day, 60s, into the... Early 70s. No, 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 I can't say that because I was a teenager in the 70s. Okay, 60s. Okay. Um, yeah. We, my mother could drop us off. I'd meet up with some of my friends that lived over there, and we'd walk around, and it's funny because you would see toilet paper strung through the trees. You would see ivory soap uh, used to write on the car's windows. You know, all the stuff they used to do. It's kind of weird, trick-or-treating. It's like threatening somebody. It's, it's a weird 
process. Yeah, and but you know, and then we had our favorite house to go to. A lady that used to um, give the uh, caramel apples, and she would always say, "Have you been here before?" No, because she didn't want to give somebody twice. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, that, that used to happen in my apples. neighborhood. No, I know you didn't call for about Halloween. So, what else is on your mind? Oh, I was looking in the paper, but everyone knows what's in the paper—a bunch of hoo-ha. Just one thing to remember about that, though. All the bad stuff going on right now is going on under who is in office. So think of that on the 8th. That's the thing. And tonight we're having a partial lunar eclipse. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I was looking through um, my Preston books, because back in the 70s, a lady, her, her and her husband are past now, um, Mrs. Hall, but she did history of Preston and all, you know, way back when it first started in the 1600s, etc. Pictures of all the houses documented. And, you know, there was one story that equates with another story up in Franklin, because I got my Connecticut books and everything out. In the Long Society Meeting House Cemetery, during the revolution, yes, Preston people, everybody in Connecticut had to go. A lot of Prestonites went, and they might have came back dead. Well, there were um, soldiers um, buried in the Long Society Meeting House Cemetery. Oh, have they come back? Now, this is what's really cool. Where they had put some uh, uh, buried one or two... There was a tree by them, but they had to cut the tree down. When they cut the tree down, all of the sap and the insides of the tree was blood red. Oh. And it said that the tree had literally soaked up the blood from the dead, um, you know, colonial soldiers that were put in that cemetery. Now, up in Franklin in the 1600s, 1699 era, Frank, uh, uh, there was a Micah Rood guy, and he had an apple orchard, and a peddler was found murdered leaning up against one of the apple trees. Now, no one knew what happened to the guy. You know, because they went on foot, and they'd ask if they could sleep in their barn or somewhere, you know. Well, they thought Mike Rude had stolen his goods and his money, but they could never pinpoint it. But the apple tree, the following year when it bloomed, the one the guy was found under, well, oh, it's giving me the chills, the bloom, the buds came out scarlet red. You know, from meaning blood. Well, really, yeah. Okay? And it said that ever since after that, that one tree would bloom like that. And if you cut open the apple, it would look like a little droplet of blood. Oh, good grief. And the unfortunate thing is they could never take um, a thing off of the tree and plant another one anywhere and make it do the same thing. Because they said that they believed back then that it was pinpointing that Micah Rood did it and the blood from that peddler was in that tree. Then, unfortunately, it blew down in the 38 hurricane. Well, maybe that was a good thing. I don't know. Yep, and one more story in Preston. Okay, one more, and I gotta go. uh, uh, Okay, 
I don't want to have nightmares. All the witchcraft stuff up in Salem, right? Mm -hmm. Well, a guy and his wife and three daughters, his last name was Tyler, they escaped because his family, the women, were accused of being witches. And they came down here to Preston. The two houses that are now gone, they burned down, of all things. When they took the picture of these ancient houses that that family lived in, there was like an orb in each window, and it was only the Tyler ones, the ones that were accused of witchcraft. Isn't that cool? Right, you got a bunch of them. I mean, well, uh, well, we got an old town here, just like Norwich, you know. Okay, buddy. Okay, I can tell you some more later. All right, I know you can. Thank you. All right. All right, we're in the twilight zone. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Mr. Stowe. Hi, Larry. Uh, let's hit the sports uh, first, then I'll hit the serious stuff. Okay, be uh, a good sport. What have you got? In the, today's uh, paper in the sports section of the day, um, you know Judge didn't do anything for the Yankees. I think he went one for 16. He had a couple of home runs, but he didn't really have a good series. Well, I'm talking about the last one, uh, the four losses to uh, Houston. Yeah. Okay. That's All what right. I'm talking about. But mm-hmm. anyways, um, Yankees offered him a, um, let's see here, a seven-year deal worth... It's going to be in his four point one three million dollars, two two hundred thirteen million dollars. I guess that what does that come to? About thirty seven million a year, right? Seven years, yeah. He'll be about forty one then, I think. Yeah. He refused it. Refused it. <laughs> yeah, he refused it. Now I know he had sixty two home runs in a regular season, but these players are getting me. Uh, they're really pissing me off. Seriously. Well, they he's got nothing. When the games count, they do absolutely nothing. And they really think that they're really something because they have a good season or whatever. And they hit. Uh, they think home runs is the most important thing in the game. Well, he did hit three fifteen, so it was more than home runs. Well, so he hit three fifteen and sixty two home runs, and then he goes over for sixteen in the four games against Houston. Well, you got to understand so, when they play the playoffs, they're playing against the best pitchers, and uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But anyways. Uh, uh, so, anyways, it says instead he's going to remain eligible for the free agency uh, after the World Series. Well, you know he's got an agent, right? And you know that agent's going to fish around and see what's out there. Well, I think agents uh, do people uh, wrong sometimes, some of the players. Like, well, what's his name? Um, Who did they do wrong there? One of the players didn't want to go to the... Um, who's the player that didn't want to go to the Dodgers? He wanted to play for Houston. Oh, forget. I forget. And yeah. the agent uh, did him did him wrong. And uh, no, agents are greedy like everybody. Unfortunately, yeah. they're very greedy. Anyways, uh, when's this, when's the World Series start? Friday, Thursday? It must be um, probably Friday, I would say. Yeah. Hmm. And one other thing, and this is really upsetting. This this is one of the most upsetting things in the day on the front page. Is uh, Legend man, 58 years old, mm-hmm. gets arrested for cruelty towards his wife. Oh, yeah, that's a terrible story. I'm not going to read this whole thing to you, but this is absolutely sick. And, uh, it, he got arrested for cruelty to persons, which is uh, a felony in the state of Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what his wife claims that he did to her is totally outrageous. And what's more outrageous is this guy's out on the $25,000 bond. Well, you got to understand. This is more nonsense. But Larry, in, in Larry, the, uh, Larry. Judicial system that this guy did what he did. Larry, the the and, the the, uh, the the story is awful. 
But he's got to be yeah, proven. Read it. I'm not going to read it. I did read it. It's got to be proven in a court of law. You know that. Well, the thing is, is you got arrested for it. So mm-hmm. if you get arrested for it, put the proper bond on the guy. Okay, for for the for the proper charge, not not twenty five thousand dollars a bond for what for what he did to another human being. Never mind, it was his wife. Just uh, another human being. Uh, period. Uh, can you believe he took the took the thermostats out of the house? He refused to let her have food. Can you imagine refusing his wife to, to, to have food? And then all this other stuff that he did to her on top of it. I mean, it, it goes on and on and on. Now, like you said, right? He just got charged with it. He's got to be proven guilty of it. Right. But the the bond should fit the crime, no matter what. what, what before his uh, before the trial even starts, would you agree with me? Well, certainly, uh, I would say well, the that... bond should be a hundred thousand dollars <throat> minimum. Mm-hmm. For cruelty, it's not not twenty five thousand. Listen, if those things are true, it's horrendous. It's horrific. Yeah. Well. Well, she owns a business on top of it. They arrested him at his place of business. Yep. Mm-hmm. How would you like to go to Barnett Chiropractor and Massage Center in Groton? No, no one, this is plastered on the front page of the newspaper. Well, I'd like to get uh, to hear from him, but listen, it's... I don't think he's going to call and talk to you anytime <clears throat> soon, Stu. Okay. <laughs> I got upset like you did when I read it, but we'll see. Yeah. we'll see how it plays out. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Thank you. You're on the air. Welcome to the program. Yeah, I got upset with that article, too. Um, but at least he got bail. Mm-hmm. Not in New York City where he'd be out on no bail. Oh, my God, yeah. You know? Um, I wanted to talk about the border. Uh, for, there was an article on, on A3, I think it's A3, in the day today about Border Patrol sending migrants <laughs> places where no help is waiting. The border agents are overwhelmed. 2,300 illegals came over the border last month. <laughs> I don't know how many, you know, like 30,000 in, in one sector, you know, another 20,000 in another sector, and, and they're short-staffed. Instead of um, hiring 87 more Border Patrol agents, no, we're hiring them for the IRS. Um, they keep knocking the Republicans for voting against the infrastructure bill, that's because 87 IRS agents were in there. Yes, um, funding for the police was in there, but they're spending money that we don't have. (laughs) And in this article, they're saying, you know, they're sending people where there's nobody. You know, or one, they're complaining, they sent them where there's nobody. They sent them to the Red Cross. The Red Cross. Now the one they sent him to the Catholic Charities. You know, but the American Red Cross gave him names of shelters, numbers or whatever for shelters, and they had to go through a few before they found a place. Um, when they go to New York and they don't have a family member to live with, they're put in a hotel or shelter, and at the cost of the city. So what? In the, what in God's name are they complaining about? Listen, when um, my grandparents came over. When other people have come over more recently, you need to have a sponsor. And that sponsor guarantees that you're going to have housing, et cetera. You know, you're going to be supported. Well, obviously, in this administration, uh, you can break the law and nothing happens to you. 
Yeah, Charlie Crisp from Florida was on, and he's like, you know, my grandmother or grandfather, whichever one, one came over from one country, one came over from Cyprus, you know, and they, they came over here, blah, blah, blah. And there was a, a system, and he's blaming the Republicans for not having a system. That oh, was God. the system. We have that, that stupid system. If you apply to come here, those people are still waiting, the ones that applied, while all of these others are coming over the border. And then they talk about, like, all of the immigrants out from Central America and Mexico. 37 countries in one day. 43 countries in one weekend. They're not all coming from South and Central America well, don't and Mexico. Ag- don't they're, aggravate they're yourself. They're coming from all over. Don't aggravate yourself because it's not going to change <laughs> until the things change in Washington. <laughs> right? Well, I mean, even if we get Republicans in, they're still... This, we still have to go through Joe Biden. Yeah, I know, but... Who sleeps through interviews, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, thanks Thanks for calling. Anyway, yeah. Uh, one more thing real quick. Yeah, what's that? I went I went to the ER last weekend. Mm-hmm. They did not take all of my blood. They took several vials of it, mm-hmm. but it wasn't all of it. Just, okay. one, just, just saying. Well, all right? I'm glad Bye. to hear that. Thank you. All right, let's uh, get to another call. i got somebody waiting. We'll be right back. Breast cancer is one of the most common kinds of cancer in women. About one in eight women born today in the United States will get breast cancer at some point. A mammogram can help find breast cancer early when it's easier to treat. Make a difference like these local businesses by spreading the word. Dime Bank, your local community bank, is reminding you that knowledge is power. Early detection can make all the difference. Schedule a mammogram and remind a loved one to do the same. No one fights alone. There are several risk factors that contribute to women and men being diagnosed with breast cancer. Hi, I'm Andrew Nolman with Rose City Financial Services in Franklin. By making the healthiest choices possible, such as not smoking, exercise, losing weight, and eating nutritious foods, you can lower your risk for breast cancer. This is Lisa Griffin of Eastern Connecticut Savings Bank reminding you that awareness and early detection saves lives. All of us at Hall Communications encourage women to get a mammogram as recommended by their doctor. Early detection is the best prevention. Jeep Adventure Days are going on now for the entire month of October here at Falvey's Motors. Come down and check out everything Jeep has to offer. With best-in-class 4x4 and towing capabilities, spacious, comfortable interiors, and smooth, reliable rides, your adventure starts here. We've all been hearing about the madness with the shortage of cars. Dealers are marking up the price of new vehicles because of, well, we don't know why either. That's why here at Falvey's Motors, we promise to never overcharge on any of our new vehicles. You heard that right. Falvey's promises that Connecticut residents won't pay over sticker price. Come by and let us help kick off your adventure in a newer certified pre-owned Jeep. We're located on Route 32 right down the street from Mohegan Sun, or you can always visit us online at falvey's.com, where you can choose your vehicle or begin customizing in order to fit your needs. If you don't see something you like, ask us about how you can get even more savings by placing a custom factory order with us. Falvey's, you're gonna love it. Pretty, pretty warm today, maybe a little drizzle. Highs about 69. We'll take that. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning, Stu. Morning, sir. How's uh, that? That's nice. The chimes are working. The chimes are working today, and there's no wind. You're on the porch. <laughs> hey, hey, Stu, in, in, in regards to uh, the roundabouts on Route 82, mm-hmm. you know, 
I'm sure there's other roads that are similar to that in Connecticut, but yet, why are they picking on Route 82? Well, they just want to use that as an example to see how it works, I guess. I don't know. I don't think it would work very well. But anyways, you know, why not do uh, other things such as uh, put a policeman on that on that road from uh, perhaps maybe the motor vehicle to uh, to Asylum Street or even a little ways past that down to the marina, 24-7, constantly traveling up and down that road. And I don't mean just sitting in a parking lot watching the traffic go by. Well, we could get policemen there. We can get to lower the speed limit, more exactly. signs, bigger uh, fines. We set, could do set, things. Set the speed limit to, to whatever, 35, 40 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And the minute you go one mile over that posted speed limit, bingo, you get, you, you get fined. Of course, it's hard to get police these days. They, they don't want to become policemen. Yeah, or they don't want to stay true. policemen. Hey, Stu, did you order your oil? No, I chickened out yesterday. <laughs> I was going to go down the cellar and see how low it was, and then I said, ah, heck with it, I'll do it today. How low was it? It's just a little under a half now, but uh, well, I don't want it to get too low. Cause okay, you're probably talking maybe uh, $600, to fill it right now, I guess. So. Yeah, more but like 7 I think. On the positive side, at least we don't have to turn the thermostat up today. No. No reason to have the heat on today. That's correct. All right, well, you have yourself a good day. All right. I'm going to go back to listening to the chimes. All right, ring, the, ring those chimes. Thank you. Okay. Always appreciate when he chimes in. W-I-C-H-A-M-N-F-M, open forum for the beginning of the show. The new Google Pixel 7 Pro is super, especially when it's on Verizon, the network America relies on. It's supercharged, super-powered, and a super... Uh, deal. You know it. Now, switch to Verizon and get the Google Pixel 7 Pro on us with select trade-ins and select 5G unlimited plans. That really is super. Yep, there's never been a better time to switch to Verizon. $899.99 device payment purchase with new smartphone line on select 5G unlimited plans required. $200 Verizon e-gift card with port. Less $700 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. 0% APR. Trade-in conditions and additional terms apply. All right, we have a little time for uh, something. A little time. And then we'll get to the news. I have this um, fan here. And it feels good, but it's blowing everything all over the place. But we're all set now. Here's some interesting things to take along with you. I asked God for a bike, but I know God doesn't work that way. So I stole a bike. There's more to it. Don't worry about it. And ask for forgiveness. I asked God for a bike, but I know God doesn't work that way. So I stole a bike and asked for forgiveness. Very tricky little things. This was sent in to me via the email. Don't argue with an idiot. He will drag you down to his level and beat you with experience. What is this next one? I want to die peacefully. How many times have we heard that? I want to die peacefully in my sleep, like my grandfather, not screaming and yelling like the passengers in his car. Going to church doesn't make you a Christian any more than standing in a garage makes you a car. Always like that one. It's an old one. Sometimes we like to bring them back. 
What else do we have? If I agreed with you, then we'd both be wrong. We never really grow up. We only learn how to act in public. That's kind of cute. I got a whole bunch of those. While the news is on, I will get all these flying papers all over the place. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich. And 94.5 W233DB in Norway. Up to 11 o'clock and then more of an open forum. Here's the beep. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Jeremy House. Ukraine's nuclear energy operator says Russian forces have performed secret work at Europe's largest nuclear power plant. The activity could shed light on Russia's unsubstantiated claims that Kiev's forces are preparing a provocation involving a radioactive device. Rishi Sunak has become Britain's third Prime Minister of the Year. He's now tasked with taming an economic crisis that's left the country's finances in a precarious state. Former British Prime Minister Liz Truss says Britain's got a bright future. Our country continues to battle through a storm. But I believe in Britain. I believe in the British people. And I know that brighter days lie ahead. Truss served as Prime Minister for just 45 days during a tumultuous tenure. Children's hospitals are seeing a worrying surge in a common respiratory illness. Dr. Juan Salazar of Connecticut Children's Hospital is calling it an emergency. Hospitals are bracing for a triple whammy of a particularly nasty strain of influenza, COVID-19, and a common respiratory virus known as RSV. In Texas, Children's Hospital in Houston is treating more than 40 patients with RSV. Medical University of South Carolina says the state is drowning in it. RSV has no vaccine and usually causes mild symptoms, but can lead to serious lung infections and a struggle to breathe, especially in babies and older adults. Experts say the virus is encountering a vulnerable population sheltered from common bugs during the pandemic lockdown. Jennifer King, Washington. General Motors' third quarter net profit rose 36.6% as vehicle sales began to rebound from persistent parts supply chain troubles. On Wall Street, the Dow's ahead 175 points. The Nasdaq is up by 157. More on these stories at townhall.com. Our world is getting crazier. The stakes are always getting higher, and elections are right around the corner. Big days are ahead, but wouldn't it be nice to go back to the good old days? With Legacy Box, you can. Legacy Box transports you back to the glory days, so you can rewatch and experience your family's past. Simpler times when the only thing that went TikTok was the clock. Legacy Box professionally digitizes your aging home movies, camcorder tapes, film reels, and photos, updating them to digital files that can't fade or be lost. Legacy Box is the safest and easiest way to save your family's captured memories. Legacy Box has been trusted by over 1 million American families. So digitize your memories with Legacy Box. Grab some popcorn and gather the family to revisit the good old days. Plus, for a limited time, we're offering a special election sale. Go to LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get an incredible deal. Buy today to take advantage of this limited offer. Go to LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. Russia's defense chief recently alleged that Ukraine was preparing a provocation involving a radioactive device, a stark claim that was strongly rejected by U.S., British, and Ukrainian officials. Scott Roker with the Nuclear Threat Initiative says the threat of a dirty bomb is a way to scare people. These are really not great for battlefield uh, use. Um, They're more of a psychological weapon. Uh, When you're trying to scare people, intimidate people, you would use a weapon like this. 
Russian authorities repeatedly have made allegations that Ukraine could detonate a dirty bomb in a false flag attack and blame it on Moscow. Italy's new premier, Giorgia Maloney, has laid out her government's policy plans and shot back at critics at home and abroad over her politics. During a speech, uh, Maloney also criticized the European Union. More on these stories at townhall.com. Election Day in Israel is just around the corner. The latest from the media lines, Felice Friedson. Israelis are one week away from their fifth national election in less than four years. Although the polls indicate another inconclusive round of voting, one possible outcome is the return to the prime minister's seat of Benjamin Netanyahu. Known as Bibi, Netanyahu held the office of prime minister longer than anyone else. Israelis vote for parties, not people. The would-be prime minister being the leader of the party that wins the greatest number of seats in the 120-seat parliament. In the past four elections, Netanyahu has not been able to secure a coalition, and polls don't hold out much hope he will this time either. But the outcome remains to be seen. I'm Felice Friedson, Town Hall News, Jerusalem. News and analysis at TheMediaLine.org and at TownHall.com. I'm Jeremy House. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Mostly cloudy with some isolated showers today, 69. Chance for a shower tonight, 58. Chance for more showers on a cloudy day tomorrow, high 68. Then it gets a lot better with lots of sunshine on Thursday, and we may hit 70. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Currently at 65 degrees. Welcome back to part two of our program. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. I used to listen to him when I was a kid, too, waiting for the no school announcements. He was just a little guy. So what else do we have on this list here? The early bird might get the worm, but the second mouse gets the cheese. Mm. To steal ideas from one person is plagiarism. To steal from many is research. A bus station is where a bus stops. A train station is where a train stops. My desk is at work. It's a workstation. Some of these are not gems, but, you know, they're kind of cute. Welcome to the program. Hey, good morning, Stu. Good morning, sir. What's on your mind? Well, there's been a lot of articles in the day, uh, currently in the last couple of days, on illegal border crossings. Mm-hmm. And I would like to share some information that I have found out to the listening audience. And some of it is from the day, and some of it is from the Epic Times newspaper. And I have a lead-off, the best I could do in a short period of time here, mm-hmm. is um, an interview between a Border Patrol sheriff named Roy Boyd of Goliad County, Texas, I've never seen anything like this, is kind of how I put this together, okay? Have you ever seen it as bad as it is today 
in your time working in law enforcement? Boyd says, no. I think the first border op that I ever wrote was in 2009 down in Brooks County, and I've never seen anything like this. We thought it was bad then when we were finding the pamphlets that the Obama administration was having handed out in Mexico on how to get here and all the advertising on the radio in Mexico convincing people to come here illegally. We thought that was bad, but that's nothing compared to this. This is just a tidal wave of people coming across. It is an invasion. There are no two ways about it. When you as a taxpayer in the state of Texas can't utilize your own property because of the massive wave of people, it's an invasion. That's exactly what it is. Now, I'm switching over to a different paragraph. Mm -hmm. Question, and why do you think that is, though? I mean, we suspect there is maybe a political advantage. They see in the effect of bringing in so many illegal immigrants to this country. Obviously, they deny things like that. But in your own estimation, having seen it up close, why are they refusing to take the steps which I think to many Americans seem like common sense? Boyd says, yeah, it's common sense if you want to remain a free country. To be quite honest with you, it would be a very long conversation about all the little nuances that go on into it. But as my friends in the field and the supervisory side of the federal government tell me, this is happening so that we can make a transition from a free republic to a Marxist style of government. And so why would you want to stop it if you want what you want? is Marxism in what you want is a ruling class and peons. Why would you want to bring it to an end while you're importing more and more people into the slave trade, which basically creates a peon class within your country? And lastly, <clears throat> he says, um, I talked to a Border Patrol agent a couple weeks ago, and he told me that they got told to quit reporting their gotaways, people that obviously got away, that he's being told, hmm, don't count those. And the logic was, well, they may be counted somewhere else. So just don't count them anymore. And so it just doesn't make sense, unless you understand that this is all by design. And I put that out there to your show today for people to consider when they go to the voting booth on November the 8th, that um, we need to correct some things when the new Republicans come in and reassess things, and I think sanctuary states need to be held accountable, um, and I think that's one of the reasons why we should eject some of these Democrat governors like um, Ned Lamont. And um, I have a uh, request for your oldies hour. Yes, sir. Okay. It's the Beatles. Mm-hmm. And it's Nowhere Man, dedicated to Governor Lamont and everybody else who's directionless. Thanks, Stu. You're and welcome. And thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. Thank Bye-bye. you. What's happening at the border is heartbreaking. You know, I know a lot of the media covers up a lot of things, but uh, I hope you all know what's really going on. You don't have a country when you have an open border. You've got to do it the correct way. People have been waiting for years to become into this country. And we said, well, shorten the time that they have to wait, and there are things you can do, but this is chaotic. There's no two ways about it. It's chaotic. It's dangerous. It's not fair. 
I know a lot of people don't want to talk about it. If you're on the other side of the political playing field, but it's it's horrendous. Why are they doing it? My theory is they're they're thinking that uh, maybe they get more voters on their side. I don't know. I just don't understand it. Should have kept building the wall. Certainly, I don't blame people for wanting to come in here and taking advantage of, hey, come on in. We got cookies for you. Welcome to the program. Hey, thank you for taking my call. Great show. I heard the previous caller, and you were wondering why are they doing this. Mm -hmm. The reason is because communists, worse is better. Everything worse they can do for the country makes it better for them. They don't care anything about human life. I just, as far uh, as voting your way out of this, like you're going to vote and you're going to change it with Republicans, you're not going. You can vote all you want. That ballot box in your town is filled with Democrat ballots already. You're not voting your way out of this. I don't know, really. I don't know what to think about the midterms. Uh, I, every day it's different. There's different polling, this and that. I uh, I don't know. We'll just see on November eighth. <clears throat> There's never been a country that voted their way out of socialism. Ever. Well, and there's so a lot of people, and lot of people in this country, in the world. a lot of people in this country are trying to fight the good fight now. They realize that there's something terribly wrong going on in our country. I don't know what town you live in, but if you went down and demanded that box be opened right now, it would be filled with Democrat ballots. No. Okay. Vote I, all you want. Thanks for your opinion. Come on, I want to hear the other side of the issue here. Come on. You know, I always say all opinions are welcome, including mine, and I give my opinion. I mean, the other day, the president was getting interviewed, and he dozed. I'm not making this stuff up. It's on video. He dozed while he was getting interviewed. Should he be the president of the United States? No. Is he sharp enough to be the president? No. I think he's being controlled by a lot of people who are giving him bad advice, but I don't know exactly what goes on behind the scenes. But I say save our country. We'll be right back. Dear Norwich citizens, hi, this is Mike Gualtieri. I've lived in Norwich going on 65 years, born, raised, educated, and employed here. The extreme policies coming out of Hartford has contributed to the highest inflation rate in 40 years and an alarming increase in violent crime. Join me in voting for a better future. Vote Pietro Rocchi Camardella for the State Senate 19th District. My name is Pietro Rocchi Camardella and I have approved this message. Paid for by Rocky for CT19. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Oh, I love that song, Summer Place. Welcome to the program. Hi, Sue. Hi there. A gentleman had a couple of good, valid points, probably, uh... I don't really trust too many of these uh, polling places, especially the uh, big cities. Uh, but anyways, on the vote, and, uh, have you noticed that Georgia, remember our good 
Uh, and Stacey Abrams still shoots her mouth off on how corrupt the uh, voting is. Oh, yeah. Voting is already open in person in Georgia. Okay? They have a great it's, uh, system in Georgia. Days they can vote before the actual voting day of November 8th. Connecticut has zero. You go on November 8th or you don't vote. In fact, I think it's on a referendum this year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, there's going to be a question on whether to have uh, uh, more voting days for uh, Connecticut. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a question that's going to be asked of the voters. Um, but can, can you see how these people lie to the American people? And if you don't know what's going on, that you believe these lies? You know, there's more lies and uh, deception than I've ever remember in my lifetime, and more cover-ups and more of this and that. I mean, I, I could write you a whole list of things yeah. that you Georgia probably know a lot of the most, them. Uh, the easiest uh, voting uh, places in the country. It used so, to be simple. You'd go to the polls on the day and you'd vote and uh, absentee yeah, ballots. That there's, uh, there's no lines. <clears throat> the, the voting, by the way, is uh, way, 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 thousands and thousands of more votes than there was in 2020. Mm -hmm. Thousands of more votes. So, see, can you see the lies that she can take? She still stands up in front of the podium today and talks about the corrupt voting. And of course, uh, she makes fun of the, uh, the, the, the black people again. That they can't, they, they, they can't do anything right. That that's, you, you, I, I can't believe that black people let, let her insult them like that. Well, maybe they won't. Maybe they won't vote for her. Well, they, they, they do, though. That's the, that's the whole thing. And, and then the other comment she made about the abortion issue, that it would be better off for inflation if the black ladies, the black women, had abortions. Uh, uh, totally, uh, totally inappropriate to make a comment like that. For folks, uh, Larry, that don't remember when they were talking about changing and making the uh, votes more uh, honest in Georgia, then they called it Jim Crow, and they called it all these names. Well, they've made it better, and they're not talking about that anymore, are they? No, <clears throat> they, 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 they won't do that. And um, I'll tell you, some of these races... Uh, 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 the Pennsylvania race, the Toomey's uh, retiring, of course, but I do think they could have found a better candidate for Pennsylvania in the Republican Party than Dr. Oz. I agree, but when I compare him to what he's running against, I would have to vote for him. But, yeah, but uh, the, the, the people in Pennsylvania, for some reason, love this guy. Well, I don't know why. He hasn't done anything. I, I mean, his qualifications are that he was uh, lieutenant governor, and he screwed the the, the the state of Pennsylvania, he worked like uh, 20 hours a week when he was doing that job, and then he, he, he has no resume, really, for anything, accomplishing anything. So, I, but people people are going to vote for him. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a tie right now. It's, a, it's like, mm -hmm. like a tie right you know, he, for voting. You know what he once said? Somebody said, well, what would be, uh, if you had one wish, what it would be, he would say to all the people who are in jail who committed murder for life, I would like them to get out early. <laughs> that was his one wish. Well, all the Democrats want that. They, some of them aren't going to come out and, and say it in public like like he, he, he will. But they, 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 all, they all want 
they don't want anybody in, in, in prison anymore. Well, I, I can't say that. I'm sure there are many Democrats that think it's ridiculous. Maybe well, not, they... not, uh, I'm not. I'm not talking about regular Democrats. I'm talking about the Democrat politicians. But mm-hmm. when with some people in the party, you, I've told you this before, and um, uh, just because I'm a Republican, I, 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 if I don't like a person, I'm not going to vote for him. And uh, so a lot of people won't do that. Oh, they're yeah. going to stick it in, in their party, whether they like 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 it or not. And I think that a lot of people agree that they shouldn't, you know, things with a crime, but they they don't have the guts to say so to go against their party. Yeah, <clears throat> and one way to vote, and I let you go. The other thing it is, why do you have to watch the news, or listen to the radio, or read the newspaper, or listen to debates, or anything else to know who you're going to vote for? Did you ever think about it that it's right in front of you, you can see? And what I mean by that is that you see right in front of you when you go to a grocery store. You see right in front of you when you go to a gas station. You see right in front of you when you get your public utilities bill. So you got everything right there in front of you to make a decision on if you want more of that or if you want to vote for, for a different person. You see where I'm coming from, mm-hmm. that you really don't have to look at all this other stuff? Gives you a good head start, that's for sure. Yeah. So, all right. but anyways, it's going to be, you know who I do like is that, that woman, that lake woman that's running for governor? Oh, yeah. In Arizona. She's terrific. I think she's very, she's very uh, sharp. Mm, she's one of the yeah, sharpest that. people uh, I've seen. Yes. Yeah. So, okay, so I'll let you go. Thank you. Okay. All opinions are welcome here in this program, WICH. We can talk about lighter things, serious things, nonsense things. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi. Hey, um, I was wondering if the Registrar of Voters was listening or you or someone know this. Um, I, I, in uh, New Hampshire one time I was visiting, and they had uh, a law there. They could not change the polling place date even if there was a blizzard out just less people would get there and i didn't know how that worked in connecticut um if it's very very bad weather can they change the day to a day that more people can come out i would say that if it's uh dangerous weather they can do that sure yeah i would hope so too but i didn't know for sure i mean Um, we're talking a blizzard or something (laughs) thanks you're welcome i'm tired of polls aren't you tired of polls Let's see, they won today as Lamont and Blumenthal, 15-point leads. That's the Quinnipiac. Then you'll hear about another poll. Then you'll get a call on your telephone. And we don't know who they really represent. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi. I have a different subject now. All right, what you got? This week's Norwich Times. I know Mm -hmm. a lot of people probably have not gotten it yet. But on the front page, with the help of school, student excels after addressing bullying. Yeah, I saw that. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine, she's nine years old, there was name falling, being kicked in the stomach three times, her notebook being urinated on, and her ring being stolen and thrown in the dumpster. They kicked her backpack and broke her headphones. Um, you know, and they just kept going, and those of her friends that helped were be, were affected also, and they were 
they were being punished if they if they did anything physical they were punished which is probably the right thing to do but um i'm wondering what is going on in our schools when a nine when this can happen to a nine-year-old and then sadly she said she was bullied because she looked and active, acted differently that is a, a load of you know what well, some things um, some things never change and there's always going to be bullies it's how you yeah. uh you know you watch for them and you punish them and you got to know what's going on because it can be real serious stuff yeah you know um you know i remember i mean a couple of my kids were bullied i remember one in particular um this this kid kept you like shoving him kick him you know like tried to push him down the stairs and stuff um put his head into the into the um into his locker and he kept telling the teachers and they'd be like you know and you're they're supposed to do something and after you know how many incidents something's supposed to happen and it it never did until my son took (laughs) this kid was also bullying others and he he pushed one kid into a locker in the gym in the gym and my son um reacted and punished you know um hit him for putting the other kid in the locker and my son got suspended meanwhile the other kid's still in school and that was the day he finally told me and that's what you really need your kids if you know look for those signs um he hadn't told me and once he did i said this is ridiculous, you know, because when he was punished for being a bully, I was like, Excuse me, are you sure you have the right kid? You know, I mean, he was not a bully at all. He was protecting um, the other guy. He was, pushed, yeah. he was pushed to the limit. They didn't do anything to the other kid. And I said, you know, he's going to, you need, this kid desperately needs help. I, I went to the school, I said, you know, he needs help, this kid, because he's bullying not just my son, but others. Um, he's, you know, so I said, he needs to be moved out of my kids' classes. Well, no, they don't do that. But they moved my son into another group. But he had to be with this kid for two more weeks until the end of the mm-hmm. period. They had different periods. This was in middle school. I'm just like, this is ridiculous that he has to be here with this kid for a couple more weeks. Well, what happened? what he went through. Um, which, yeah. is fun, which is funny. Um, the kid pushed this girl in a in a class, and the girl walked in one. Teacher didn't see, and of course, the, I told the assistant principal. I said, "That's what happened," and he said, "Well, who is that?" And I said, "Oh, he didn't tell me. You know, I don't know who it is, but I did." And every time I saw her or heard her name mentioned, I'd laugh because she took care of him. Um, he didn't bully her anymore. I don't think. Because she walked one. Well, um, from the first you know, day that of that's school. That's not the way to do it. Yeah, I told my son, yeah, you deserve to be punished because two wrongs don't make a right. You know, um, I didn't super punish him, but he was on suspension for two days. And yeah. I said, well, you deserved it. You know, you should have come to me first. But anyway, kids right. are afraid. Thanks. Afraid to tell because they think it'll get worse. It's a horrible thing. Some kids commit suicide because they're bullied, not only in the school, but they're bullied online. The online, I know. Now, I mean, luckily, I didn't have that. We didn't have, you know, that was before everybody had a, had a computer. You know, um, we didn't have the online bullying, thankfully. 
because I don't even know what you can do. Sometimes they come; it, it's coming in as anonymous, and you don't even know who it is. It's, no, of it's course. Kind of like, I got to run, but, but um, um, thank you. Bye. No tolerance for bullying. One time, and you're out. In my opinion, you're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. I think we have a humanitarian crisis going on uh, on our hands, like everybody could see. So, bullying is, um, bullying is not new. Huh? I said if we're referring to bullying, it's not new. It's always been around. Well, what I'm saying is humanitarian, which is uh, the leaders in power, whether it's Putin or... Kim Jong-un and uh, Biden, all these leaders seem to be invoking wars, protests, um, divisions, and they just want to dominate with weapons and show who's the biggest power using artificial intelligence. Um, and, and real lives into war so my my subject is and my point is the leaders set the tone the leaders set the tone well it depends on what kind of a leader you have and uh, listen you can have the best leader on earth but if another country uh, like Russia or China wants to do horrible things then you have to deal with it well all of them ex- exactly you either comply or you get punished. So it's getting spooky. Okay, thank you. Spooky Halloween. Hi, welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. You know, in today's paper, you know, talking about the poll giving Lamont and Blumenthal a 15-point lead, well, you know how I save things from newspapers that are pertinent You got right a lot now. of stuff, I know that, yeah. Well... A couple, two or three weeks ago, Quinnipiac Poll said Lamont and Blumenthal were up by 17 points. No, it's 15 now, according now to that. No, it's 15. And, some, and make a point of what this says right here. The one promising finding for Stefanowski and Leora Levy, or Levy, was their single-digit leads among unaffiliated voters, the largest block of voters by registration in Connecticut. So, um, hey, you know, I think there is going to be a crushing blow for the, uh, for the Democrats, because I think these polls that they're giving, like... My phone rings off the hook, Bolton, Connecticut, Wilton, Connecticut, over the other side of the state, Connecticut. And I will not pick it up because I know it's polling, and I am not going to be a target because I say, no, I'm, I'm not voting for a Democrat. I'm not going to be a target, but I am an unaffiliated voter, and, you know, independent, whatever, but conservative. So... I would not vote for them, so they must be polling Democrats. I, I don't know. Like anything else, some of the polling is slanted, and other uh, some of the polling is honest. If you listen like to else. Officer Tatum at night, 
he is very, very positive because he'll give a rundown of how all of them are doing in all of the important states. And it, and it looks really, really positive that we're going to take over Congress and Senate and start setting things straight. And the most important thing to me is get rid of the lawlessness. Start putting our laws that are on the books and use them again, mm-hmm. and things will be fine. And you know that song, Nowhere Man? You listen to the words of that. I hope you do play that. I play it because I like this song. All right, thank you, Sue. i got to go. Thank you. Hi. Welcome to the program. Hi, good morning. Good morning to you. How's your day going? Oh, it's, it's okay. Good. It's, it's okay. Um, do any Democrats call in, Sue? I wish they would. I mean, I don't ask people their uh, political affiliation, but if they'd like to, they're welcome yeah, to call I, in. I, I just would like to hear uh, their opinions about the prices and things like that. I, I mean, heard I that wanna... uh, mayonnaise is 8 bucks. Did you see Oh, that? I know. 8 bucks for mayonnaise. Can you believe? Oh, my gosh. My son told me that the other day. Good grief. So like, and then the tuna. Oh my! Charlie Tuna went up too, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, uh, how much are the eggs that you buy? Do you eat eggs? We had a couple this morning. I'm, I'll have to ask my wife. I know that my I don't know where he got them. They were six dollars a dozen. She's a wizard with coupons and things. She gets good oh, deals. Oh, mm-hmm. wow! What a gal! Wow, that's good. You you need to use coupons today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would get. I used to have chickens, but it's so uh, expensive to get the grain, you know. So, I I don't know. I just wondered if any Democrats out there well, I, could call I in. I would and, hope that they would. I, I mean, I um, I, I will. I, I'm not going to downgrade them because they have a different opinion than me. I'm no, I know that. you wouldn't. You're not like that. Neither am I. But I I um. Last night I was watching Hannity. I think he was in L.A. or you know Arizona, but they showed some things of uh, President Biden, and he just couldn't—he just couldn't function. He was dozing. Uh, I saw him. He was dozing. I—I I just. Oh, no. Then he was walking with a reporter. It's very sad. Very sad. Oh, I'm so sad for that man. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! He ought to be home relaxing and if he had, didn't doing li- what? If he didn't lie so much, I'd really have a lot of compassion for him. But I'm mad at I him. But even, I, the other side of the I, coin, I, he is sad. I mean, come on! I mean, I just wow! It's just not right. I I hate to say this, but it's almost like uh, he's a robot. His mind is is really messed up. And well, there's a lot of I, people that um, are keeping an eye on them, so don't oh, panic. Mm-hmm. Well, but, but they're running them, aren't they, Stu? You know, I, obviously, I, I know. obviously they're directing him in many things. Yeah. Well, I hope some Democrats can speak up, because I think no matter who we are and what side or whatever we're on... We're all getting to pay that price for oil. You know, all of us, uh, I think mostly mm -hmm. everybody, Republican, Democrat, Independent, wants good things for our country. Yes, we do. I do. I'm sure that all the listeners do, too. And everybody's getting hurt by inflation in the economy, no matter 
what side of the fence you're on. So we have a lot yeah. in common. Yeah, we do. And my daughter is down in Florida. She said, Ma, the shelves are empty. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that are not getting through. Well, you can get and mayonnaise I, now. <laughs> I, I, my gosh, oh. I can't. I can't believe it. Okay, don't get aggravated. Enjoy the good weather. Well, you know, I'm at the age now. I do the best I can, Stu. Sure, good. That's all I can do. There's not much. If I was young, maybe I could get out there. And uh, But I want to hear from some Democrats. Okay, me too. I really do, and I'd appreciate um, everybody that always calls in. I'm Mm -hmm. very fond of it. I'm not judgmental. So uh, please call in and let us know what you think about what's going on. All right, thank All right, you. Stu, thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Good morning, Father Stu, Boston Ben. Boston Benny. What's up, Boston Benny? Well, you know, I'm just getting over a uh, cold, and I'm taking cough drops. I thought maybe you might want one of my cough drops. Oh, I need something that works, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I was I was coughing and the oh. cough drops would help. How long did you have the cough? Oh, it's been, it's been like off and on. It's, mm-hmm. it's been mostly like uh, in the throat, you know. Yeah, that's why. Well, I'm glad you're doing better. Yeah. How about you? You doing okay with the cold? Off and on. I don't know what yeah. it is, but uh, I think it's allergies. But off and on. <clears throat> well, I thought I'd respond to your, your previous caller about sure. people calling in to defend the, the Democrats. Of course, I hope so. Mm-hmm. Well, I I have called up to defend the president uh, mm-hmm. a number of times, even though I'm not affiliated with any party. All right. I used to be uh, a Democrat, but mm-hmm. that's another story. What, what I wanted to say to the previous caller, to your listeners, is that I don't know how. I don't. I, I. I'm not an expert, but I understand that the inflation that our country is experiencing is uh, global. That there's a, a global uh, mm-hmm. so, something is happening as a result of a number of things that are affecting. Uh, You're the definitely economy. right. Other countries do have high inflation. The mm-hmm. pandemic. And, the, and then, then the, the war in Ukraine, and you know the, the, the food chain and so forth, and a number of factors. So, you know, to blame the president, you know, it's just being. I, don't, I just think I, I don't want to sound vindictive or anything, but a lot of people just want to get back at this the current president because he defeated. The previous president, and, and they, and they, I, I wish they start looking at what it, you know, the whole picture. You know, get information mm-hmm. from different sources, and so we all can sort things out, and so we don't have to depend on a political party all the time. That we can make rational decisions, like like you call her, I believe it was Larry said. So that's all I have to say about that. I think the okay. president is doing a good job, so there it is. All right. Thank you for that. Appreciate You're it. You're welcome. I think we should uh, be digging for our own oil, and that would save 
gas prices and oil bills and you're on the air welcome hi there how are we doing so good there you are welcome yes uh, i uh, think that uh, whatever happens with the senate and the congress if we sweep uh, both houses uh, we're not going to be out of the woods yet because uh Joe Biden has stated that uh, any bill that comes across his desk, if he doesn't like it, he'll veto it. Yeah, that's generally how it usually works a lot of times. (laughs) You know that. So uh, I I don't think uh, we're out of the woods yet, even though if if we win both both houses. Um, He's got to go... Um, he was out in the, the garden the other day in the, at the White House, and he kind of got lost. He didn't know where he was going. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of looks pitiful. And and the other thing I want to talk about is uh, I'm still licking my wounds. I'm a Yankee fan. Still licking my wounds over what happened the other day. It was tough. It was tough, yeah. And last year, uh, what they did was they fired all of, all of Boone's staff that that was assistant coaches, hitting coaches and, and stuff like that. I think now is the perfect time to uh, fire Cashman and fire uh, Boone, um, which is going to be difficult because Brian Cashman is a friend of the family with the, with the Steinbrenners. His father used to uh, get them race horses. Mr. George Steinbrenner used to have a, a stable where he had... Uh, Racehorses that he used to race in the Kentucky Derby and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But now I think uh, it'd be a good time to uh, fire Cashman, and, and and I don't think they're going to fire Boone. I think they'll reassign him and get Derek Jeter as general manager and hire Don Mattingly as the manager of the team. Okay, you've got it pretty. Uh, you're putting that puzzle together, huh? That's the pie-in-the-sky idea I have. Just one thing, it's a, it was a very odd year for the Yankees. They were on a pace for maybe 120 wins, and after the second half, they were a different team. That's why I suspected, I don't know how far they're going to go. 20 years, Cashman has been the uh, GM, and he's been to the uh, World Series once, I think. Mm-hmm. And he spent billions of dollars on players. So I'm sure the Steinbrenners are not too happy with what's going on now. Especially, I think they're going to have to sign uh, a uh, judge. judge. I, I think uh, they're going to sign, try to sign him, hey, and they're probably going to make him the next captain of the Yankees. They gave him a good offer, seven years, uh, $37 million a year. Seven years, he'd be 40-something. So, Well, that's, uh, that's what I call job security. I guess so. Hey, thanks for okay. your uh, input. Appreciate okay, it. Stu. Hello, welcome to the program. Hey, Stu. Hey. Here's a good one for you. All right. Uh, the seat bus. It pulls into Walmarts, drops off and picks up. Then the minute it pulls out onto Route 82, it stops at the first bus stop and screws things up royally. Now, I'm a moron, and I can figure it out. Isn't there a, a traffic commissioner or somebody with a little bit of intelligence that would say geez if we take all these bus stops and put them in the parking lots instead of on the edge of 82 we just possibly 
could avoid a few accidents. It's a miracle, huh? Hmm. But stop and think. You pull out of Walmart's and the bus stops right in the middle of the road for the first stop. They're probably coming from Walmart's or Goodwill. Take all these bus stops off of the main drag. Put them in the parking lots. Common sense. Isn't there any left in Norwich? Well, thanks for bringing it up. We'll see what some folks have to say about it. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Hello. (laughs) You're on the air. Well, I just want to say that last caller before the guy who just hung up, that was brilliant. Uh, Mattingly and Jeter, I completely agree. Clap, clap. Yeah, the Jeter (laughs) owns, uh, what does he own, Miami? The uh, part owner? Yeah. Everybody thought that he would go right away, but he didn't, just like with, um, gosh, what was that guy's name? He was black, and he took over the Yankees for a little bit, and then he went to the Mets. Uh, well, I think uh, Mattingly is a, be a pretty good manager. I think he's done pretty well, huh? Yes, I think so. Mm-hmm. I, I miss the old days when I knew who, who was on first. Yeah, what was right. on second? I don't know. Was on third? No, I <laughs> don't know, know any like, of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. used to be able to look on their backs and just know the numbers. I mean, when um, Billy Martin was on the uh, managing, and uh, it was the gosh, Thurman Munson, Catfish Hunter, Roy White, Lou Pinella, Reggie Jackson. Yeah, I knew all those players then too. Now, and I'm a Red Sox fan. Even sometimes I'll turn on the Red Sox and I say, "Who's that guy?" Yeah, yeah, but that's when it was fun. Um, when you Stremsky and um, all all those same guys that were you know on the opposing team for the Yankees when they were playing head to head. That's all I've ever been to is Yankee and Red Sox game. My dad was a huge Yankee fan. Mm-hmm. I've gotten my name twice up on the jumbotron. Um, my birthday's in April, and it's a lot of it's um, opening day. Um, so the first year he he put it up there. Went to go get our beer, seventh inning stretch, and he says, "No, no, 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 sit down for a minute." I'm like, "Why? What did you do?" I look up, and it said my name, happy birthday, and my name. You but he spelled to be my name, the... my last name wrong, and Uh-oh. I said, Uh-oh. Dad, it's not with an A, Murray, it's with an A, M-U-R-R-A-Y. Uh, so the next year, <clears throat> he did it again, he goes, don't go anywhere. I said, well, I hope you, hope you spelt it right. And I even brought it to my beauty salon, and my customers even said, that's not how you spell your last name. And see, you called up for ten bucks, and you got your name up there with a happy birthday. And I have two photos of the actual photo from the game that somebody took, and I have them in a frame with the tickets. Well, you deserve to game. be in the jumbotron. <laughs> You're such a Yankee. <laughs> kind of funny. It happened to me twice, which is neat. But then the next year, he actually spelled my name right. So uh, it was kind of exciting. So I that have, was fun. I but have anyway. a friend. Uh, I have a friend who's related to Phil Rizzuto. So they're very, they're big Yankee fans. Oh yeah, I like Yogi. I like Yogi oh. Bear. How could you not like Yogi? Who doesn't really exactly? Everybody but I like um, Yogi. Thurman Munson. I don't know why I like <laughs> I like me some Thurman. So um, mm-hmm. for some reason, but oh well. Mm-hmm. Have a good rest of your afternoon. What are you gonna? What's your theme this afternoon? Anything in particular? Um, I haven't come up with anything yet. We'll have something. All right. Well, maybe I'll uh, chime in later. Have a good rest of your day. All right. Thank you. Bye. Let's get this call in before the break. Welcome to the program. Hi. Uh, yes, you're doing Swap Shop today. You can put your item on. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I have actually more than one. <clears throat> I have one tow-behind lawn sweeper. You could tow it with a tractor or push it. I have a string trimmer that's a combination string trimmer, brush cutter. I have a lawn tra- trailer that you pull behind the tractor. 
And also, last but not least, I got a lawn roller that you pull behind the tractor that I like to sell. They call me at 860-949-8119. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, you know about the lobster tree. It's going to be bigger and better this year in Stonington. The lobster tree. Ocean Community Chamber of Commerce announced a bigger and better Stonington lobster tree. It's a lobster trap tree for this year. Getting ready for the holidays, huh? This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Are you aware that unused medications pose a public safety risk? I'll be right back with some info about this issue. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. It is well known that drugs taken without physician authorization can lead to accidental poisoning, overdose, and or abuse. You can reduce the chances of this happening by not hoarding medications, not giving meds to family and friends, and not storing medications in common unlocked places like bathroom cabinets. We must all be vigilant about the handling and proper disposal of our unused medication. Be sure to properly dispose of meds in your trash or take advantage of take-back programs at many police stations. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. For nearly 20 years, it was the most common-sense idea Washington refused to adopt. Give Medicare the power to negotiate with the drug companies to lower our prescription drug prices. But now, at long last, it's been signed into law. Here's Congressman Joe Courtney. Getting things done in Congress takes persistence. And persistence is how we capped the cost of life-saving insulin and have finally given Medicare the power to negotiate prescription drug prices so we lower seniors' out-of-pocket costs. It's true. Joe Courtney's winning the fight to lower prescription drug prices and reduce our health care costs. The new law Courtney helped pass caps the price of life-saving insulin at $35 a month, even penalizes drug makers who increase their prices more than the rate of inflation, driving your costs down. I'm Joe Courtney, candidate for Congress, and continuing to lower your everyday costs is my top priority, and that's why I approve this message. Paid for by Joe Courtney for Congress. Stu Breyer with you, WICH. Thanks for being there. Hi, welcome. Hey, Stu, Joe. Joe, you've got an echo. What's going on there? I know. I I, I, I just came out of the battle. I, I turned it on the radio because my radio is strong. Uh, mm-hmm. I got the receiver on. All right. You're all set. Hey, listen. Carol just called me, my friend, the Yankee girl that calls you. Yes. Yeah. She goes, Joe, I just want to say I'm on the road. She's 77 years old. I love her. And I used to help her out. She says, Joe, I just want to tell you. Yeah, you know, your Phillies, and you know she's a big time uh, Yankee fan. Mm-hmm. So she goes. I suppose it's not going to go down until Friday. So, but you had a you had a guest on last week, and her name, and you know I love Chuck Berry. So Nadine was the lady's name that you interviewed, 
he had on the show. Can you play uh, on your uh, 12 o'clock? No, I'll try uh, to play Chuck it. Berry song. I love Carol, the song, Oh, Carol. But, you know, can you play Nadine? I think we can get Nadine in for you. Yeah, that'd be real cool, Stu, man, because I was thinking about it. And that lady, her name was Nadine, and I was going to follow up on your uh, mm-hmm. your show uh, after you interviewed her. Hey, man, you, you're the best. And listen, you are a fine journalist. My favorites right now in my world, and I listen to news every day, and I swear, I swear, Stu, uh, oh, God damn it. Hold on. Don't swear. Is, uh, uh, Judy, no, Judy Woodruff. She's, she's, she's got to be up there with you. She's my favorite. And I love, uh, there's another one. Her name is, uh, on NPR. I listen to her, uh, well, sure Mary is. Louise Kelly. But <laughs> the, in the Walker, uh, the, the Sue Breyer, listen, Arizona. University of Arizona is, you know, his name, I can't even say his name right now. I'm lost with words because you scare me every time I call you. I scare now, you? Uh, I'm really no, a scary no, guy. Yeah, especially on Halloween. Walter Cronkite. Walter Cronkite. Yes. <laughs> and I remember him as a little kid in, in the black and white TV and our big console TV and Geez, when the tube man had to come in and fix our TV and it was broke. Hey, Walter Cronkite, uh, our University of Arizona. Yeah, yeah he was one of the most trusted news people ever. Mm-hmm. The best, too. He was the best. And you know what? You were right up there with, with well. Walter Cronkite. <clears throat> Uh, 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 Judy Woodruff, I love her. You know what I'm talking about, don't you yeah. know? Yeah, I know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Y- yep. And also, and and I love her. And her name is uh, she got a sassy voice. She's from uh, uh, Atlanta, Georgia, but she's on NPR, and I listen to her. She's got just a great voice. Okay, buddy, I gotta she, run. I gotta I go. Love you. Thanks. Welcome to the program. You're on the air. Bill, how you doing? Pretty good, sir. Okay. Hey, this um, uh, Yankee player there that you said he was going to make uh, $37 million for the next seven years. Yeah, it was a seven-year contract they offered him. Not a bad paycheck, huh? I, I would say pretty good. A lot of security there, too. Seven. Not going to have to worry <clears throat> about filling his oil tank. No, he could hit 220 and still get the dough. I wonder what a guy like Babe Ruth would think about the, these salaries today. Oh, my God. You think about what they made in those days. I know. And, and you know, I realize the man would want would want to play to the best of his ability. But then again, if he doesn't, he's still guaranteed that wage. They must have some kind of insurance, and, and I hope this never happens if he gets injured and he can't play anymore, that uh, obviously they can't keep paying that dough, so they must obviously have insurance on them. I've always said that, they sh- and not only baseball, any of these sports, that they should pay them at the end of the year. <laughs> you bring them into the office, you sit them down and say, hey, you did X, Y, and Z, this is what we're going to pay you. If I'm not mistaken, I believe they once cut Mickey Mantle's pay because he didn't have a great year, he had a good year. So good those year. things used to happen. Yeah, okay. Well, maybe that's something they should they should consider. Maybe that's 
that maybe that's why you're paying or anybody's paying uh, uh, $15 for a hot dog or $10 for a box of popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, Thanks. have a good, uh, good rest of the day. Thanks, you too. Ted Williams actually asked Tom Yockey. He said, I don't deserve... This money, I want to get a cut in pay. And Yankee said, no way are we cutting your pay. Welcome to the program. Oh, my God, you scared me. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Yes. yes, sir. Are you there? Yes, I. let me check. Yep, I'm here. Oh, okay, because you're way up in the distance. Can I remind people about the chicken pie supper? All right, everybody loves the chicken pie. You know oh, it. Oh, gosh, it's amazing. Actually, the reservations are pouring in. But I see that there is five, six, seven, eight people listening right now who haven't made their reservation yet. Really? The uh, chicken pie supper at Grace Episcopal Church this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Pick up only folks between three thirty and five thirty in the afternoon. It's only ten dollars. Make your reservations by tomorrow evening. Uh, let them know uh, how many dinners you want and what time you'll be arriving between three three thirty and five thirty. You need to make your reservations by calling 860-887-2082 by tomorrow evening. 887-2082. Don't miss out on the pies. Oh, gosh, it's so good, an apple pie for dessert. Oh, oh, I'm so excited. Mm. I ordered seven of them. Seven of them? No, I only ordered one. I'm just kidding. Mm. Gluttony is supposed to be a sin, otherwise I probably would. Yeah, you could freeze them, I guess, I suppose. Yeah, right. Hey, they're good for breakfast, too. But give me the number again, Kev. The number is 860-887-2082, and that's Grace Church up in Yannick. All right, Mr. Pie Man, thanks. Good luck. (laughs) Thank you, chicken. Bye. The holidays are approaching quickly. This is Allison Hennigan for Generations Family Health Center. Before the holiday rush begins, take the time to take care of yourself so you have a happy and healthy holiday season this year. Get a physical and get caught up on all your screenings and vaccines so that you will be healthy and ready to enjoy the holidays. If you have not done so yet, there is still time to get a COVID-19 vaccine or booster and a flu shot. You don't want to be in bed sick for the holidays. Visit our site in Norwich for all your medical needs. Find more information at genhealth.org or call our Norwich site at 860-885-1308 today to make a medical appointment. That's 860-885-1308. New patients of all ages are welcome. Generations Family Health Center. Willimantic, Putnam, Norwich, Danielson. One call, one mission. Accessible health care for all ages. So if you have anything you want to plug, anything you want to push, or any topic, we do have um, two minutes. Two minutes till showtime. Then we'll have our lunchtime oldies, take a complete break. Music everybody can enjoy, no matter what your political affiliation is, no matter how tall you are or whatever. Got a good lineup for you today. So, I think we're pretty well uh, set. Let me tell you about a few things that are going on. Don't forget this Monday is Halloween. Make sure you get some Kit Kats, just in case I come knocking on your door. Trick-or-treating. Well, I do have a costume. I have a 
Believe it or not, one Halloween, it was a Halloween party. I have a costume. I was thinking of coming into work with it, but I don't know if I have the guts yet. It's a hot dog. It's a hot dog costume. It's great. One of the best costumes I've ever seen. I went as a hot dog. Got a lot of interesting looks. There's a, I think we had a picture that was on our Facebook, if I'm not mistaken. You can see me as a hot dog. I had uh, I had buns and everything. The whole works. Maybe I'll wear it this year. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Meantime, I'm out of time for this time. Stick around for lunchtime oldies. But first, we are going to update the local news and update all the news of the world and in other planets from Personality Radio. WICHAM 1310 in Norwich. And we're on FM, too. Pick us up on FM at 94.5, W233DB in Norwich. Right now, it's noon straight up. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Some very close calls during Monday's shooting at a St. Louis high school that killed a teacher and a student and wounded seven others. Teacher Ashley Wrench says she heard a loud bang and gave her algebra students the code for an intruder in the building. She says the students got under their desks and the gunman tried to enter the class, but it was locked and he eventually gave up. Raymond Parks says he was about to teach a dance class for juniors when the gunman approached. Parks says as students started screaming and running, the gunman pointed the weapon at him but then pointed the gun away and let him and about a dozen students leave the room. Police say the 19-year-old gunman was shot dead by officers less than 15 minutes after getting a 911 call about a shooter. I'm Donna Warder. Also at townhall.com, it was a raucous debate last night in the Florida gubernatorial race. Democratic challenger Charlie Crisp pressed Governor Ron DeSantis to commit to serving a full four-year term. Why don't you look in the eyes of the people of the state of Florida and say to them, if you're re-elected, you will serve a full four-year term as governor. Yes or no? Yes or no, Ron? Will you serve a full four-year term if you're re-elected governor of Florida? It's not a tough question. It's a fair question. He won't tell you. DeSantis says his focus is on defeating his challenger. I know that Charlie's interested in talking about 2024 and Joe Biden, but I just want to make things very, very clear. The only worn-out old donkey I'm looking to put out to pasture is Charlie Chris. The debate was aired on the Sinclair Broadcast Group, WPEC-TV. Stocks higher on Wall Street, the Dow up 259 points, the Nasdaq adding 211 more on these stories at townhall.com. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. 
Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. An Associated Press investigation has uncovered deep previously unreported flaws within the Federal Bureau of Prisons. The Justice Department's largest law enforcement agency, Bureau Director Colette Peters, says more needs to be done to prevent sexual assault. Clearly, we have had issues. Now, when I see people charged and held accountable for that egregious behavior, um, I am grateful that law enforcement take those sorts of allegations very seriously. More than 100 Bureau of Prison workers were arrested, convicted, or sentenced for crime since the start of 2019. But the agency has turned a blind eye to employees accused of misconduct, in some cases failing to suspend them after their arrest. A massive recall of millions of sleep apnea machines manufactured by Philips. Sound-dampening foam and the pressurized breathing machines can break down over time, leading users to primarily inhale black, tiny particles. More at townhall.com. The Waukesha, Wisconsin Christmas Parade attack trial is wrapping up. The 16-day trial has been filled with many disruptions. A suspect, Daryl Brooks Jr., made frequent outbursts in the courtroom while acting as his own attorney. The judge ruled that Brooks forfeited his right to call more witnesses or testify as a result of that behavior. The Milwaukee native is facing multiple charges for driving through a Christmas parade in Waukesha, Wisconsin in 2021, killing six people. Closing arguments are set to begin today. Tasha Stevens reporting. EVs soaring in popularity amid tax incentives and high gas prices, but how and where to charge up remains a dilemma that's a barrier for most renters. Cities are scrambling for solutions from installing hundreds of public charging stations on streetlights and power poles to updating building codes to require electrified parking spaces in future apartment complexes. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Searching for the daughter of the devil himself. I 
One of these nights, one of these lunchtime oldies going on right now. Let's make it official. Everybody listens to the old show now. Still got old show. No, you're gonna love it if you give it a chance now. Still got old show. Nowhere, man. He has nowhere to run. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Mostly cloudy with some isolated showers today, 69. Chance for a shower tonight, 58. Chance for more showers on a cloudy day tomorrow, high 68. Then it gets a lot better with lots of sunshine on Thursday, and we may hit 70. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Currently, it's up to 68 degrees. Well, speaking of nowhere, here's nowhere to run. Martha and the Vandellas.
Especially if you're running scared, you better be very careful. Here is Roy Orbison. Just running scared Each place we go So
Don't be running scared, just run to me. Bee Gees. You don't have to run. If ever you got rain in your heart, someone has hurt you and torn you apart. Am I unwise to open up your eyes to love me? Let it be like they said it would be Me loving you, girl And you loving me Am I unwise To open up your eyes To love me to me run to him there's a run on those and uh if you want to just uh run to me here's another tune that can uh bring it on to you in just a minute coming up by bobby v we got a lot of running songs have you noticed that there's a run on songs here we might even play a few more this hour could be a uh medley See what we got here. There's a uh, one by uh, Bobby V. Bobby V. did uh, "Run to Me," "Run to You," "Run to." Well, anyway, we'll get to some more of those in just a bit. At W I C H. 
In 2020, Ms. Olson and her colleagues in Hartford voted into law the Police Accountability Act. Removing qualified immunity allows anyone to file lawsuits against our heroes serving in law enforcement, leaving our community more vulnerable and our fellow citizens less protected. I say enough is enough. It's time for a change. This November 8th, vote Pietro Rocky Camardella for state senate. My name is Pietro Rocky Camardella, and I have approved this message. Pay for by Rocky for CT9. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. If you're going to be doing some running, don't forget, uh, don't run on empty. Don't take that chance, huh? Just put a gallon of gas in, it'll be about $18. You'll be all set. Jackson Brown, Stu's Lunchtime Oldies, WICH, AM and FM. Turn to 
want to do on a Halloween night. You're driving around and you're running on empty. Maybe this ghost will help me get some gas. Stu's lunchtime oldies. We're having a little running medley here. Here's Bobby V. If you found another guy who satisfies you more than I do, run to him. I'll step aside. If you think his lips can kiss you better than my lips can kiss you, run to him. Forget my pride. If someone else's arms can hold you better than my arms can hold you, go to him and show to him all your devotion. If somebody else can make you happier than I can make you run to him, my tears will running out of run songs. Well, how about one by The Temptations? You don't hear this one too often by The Temps. It's called Runaway Child. Yeah, cause you already made up your mind you want to run away. Yeah. 
on your way. City going nowhere fast. You're on your own at last. Hey, it's getting late. Where will you sleep? You're getting kind of hungry, but you forgot to bring something to eat. Oh, lost with no money, you start to cry. But remember, you left home, want to be grown. So try your weeping eyes. Sits of the Temptations, Runaway Child. All right, we will play Runaway. And then we're going to get to some other things here, right?
Bill Shannon from 1961 is the biggest hit called Runaway. All right, new subject. Did you ever have this um, conversation? Who is smarter, the man or the woman? I bet uh, probably women usually won that one. Well, Harry Belafonte had a song about it. This is called Who is Smarter, Man or Woman? I say, let us put man and a woman together to find out which one is smarter. <laughs> Some say men, but I say no. The women, but the men, be they should know, how not me. But the people, they say that the men are leading the women astray. But I say that the women of today, smarter than the man in every way. That's right, the woman is That's right. Uh, ever since the world began, woman was always teaching man. You listen to my bit attentively. I'm going to tell you how she smarter than me cannot be. But the people they say that the men are leading the women astray. But I say that the women of today smarter than the man in every way. Samson was the strongest man long ago No one could have beat him, as we all know Until he clashed with Delilah on top of the bed <laughs> She told him all the strength was in the hair of his head And not me But the people, they say that the men are leading the women astray But I say that the women of today Smarter than the man in every way That's right. The woman is smarter. That's right. The woman is smarter. That's right. The woman is smarter. That's right. That's right. Hey, you meet a girl at a pretty dance, thinking that you would stand a chance. Take her alone. Open the door. You find her husband home, not me. But the people they say. But I say that the women of today smarter than the man in every way. All right. Okay. That settles that argument, huh? You don't want to argue with Harry Belafonte. It's amazing how many dance songs Chubby Checker had. Chubby had a song called The Fly. Of course, The Twist, The Limbo Rock. He even had a uh, song, The Freddy. But here's one you may have missed. Chubby Checker did a song about a dance that was popular probably before he was born. 
This is called The Hucklebuck. Check it out. Remember how to do that? Well, Chubby just told you. He would never lie. Well, what did we find in the vault that I haven't played in a very long time? Hmm, how about this by Chuck Willis? It's called CC Rider. Be back. 
Chinod uh, title, C.C. Ryder. Want to ride, C? How about um, checking the weather forecast, too? Okay. WICH weather from Scott Haney in the Channel 3 Only Wanting Forecast Center. These are Scott's words, and I'm his ventriloquist dummy. We have uh, warm temperatures. It's 71, by the way. Hmm? Nice. Maybe another shower. Tonight, cloudy with a chance of a shower, 58. Wednesday, cloudy, a chance of shower, 68. And Thursday, sunny and 70. CC. Current temp, 71 degrees. Nearly 20 years, it was the most common sense idea Washington refused to adopt. Give Medicare the power to negotiate with the drug companies to lower our prescription drug prices. But now, at long last, it's been signed into law. Here's Congressman Joe Courtney. Getting things done in Congress takes persistence. And persistence is how we capped the cost of life-saving insulin and have finally given Medicare the power to negotiate prescription drug prices so we lower seniors' out-of-pocket costs. It's true. Joe Courtney's winning the fight to lower prescription drug prices and reduce our health care costs. The new law Courtney helped pass caps the price of life-saving insulin at $35 a month, even penalizes drug makers who increase their prices more than the rate of inflation, driving your costs down. I'm Joe Courtney, candidate for Congress, and continuing to lower your everyday costs is my top priority, and that's why I approve this message. Paid for by Joe Courtney for Congress. Do you have questions about Medicare? The agents at Jane Ryan Insurance in Colchester are your local experts. Hello, I'm Jeremy Doyle from Jane Ryan Insurance Group in Colchester. We're a full-service insurance agency, but we specialize in Medicare. If you're turning 65 or planning your retirement in the next year, Jane Ryan Insurance is the place to start. When a client reaches out to us for help with Medicare, we really do walk them through the process, hold their hand through the whole thing. Lots of people think their situation is unique, but we've probably seen it before. Some of the frequent ones we get I'm still working. I'm turning 65. Do I need to sign up for Medicare? Overall, Jane Ryan Insurance cares about helping you get the policy that is right for you. Confused people make poor choices. We like to guide people in the direction that's best for them, not necessarily best for us. You've got Medicare questions and Jane Ryan has answers. Jane Ryan Insurance Group on South Main Street in Colchester. Get started at janeryaninsurance.com. We do not offer all plans in your area. Any information we provide is limited to those plans we do offer in your area. Please contact Medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all of your options. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Yeah, we've got um, 60s and 70s. We've got UConn Sports. Weekends are fun on WICH AM 1310. This was a song that was originally done by a band leader by the name of Vaughn Monroe in the 40s. And Bobby Vinton was on a roll. He would uh, take songs and uh, put his own style to them, and they'd become number one. So he wasn't the first to sing this, but uh, he had the biggest hit with it. There, I've said it again. It's better than burning inside. I love you. No use to pretend.
enough there I've said it again as Vaughn Monroe used to sing that's how he used to sing but he made all the money with it how about uh, something by Chuck Berry yep for that here we go it's called Nadine That one is flawed. We'll have to go on to something else. Hey, you know, those things happen. It's not a perfect world, but uh, believe me, trust me, it's a good song by Chuck Berry called Nadine. Nadine was in rough shape in that particular one. Boy, we have got so many uh, to choose from and so little time this hour. It's 10 minutes before one. How about a little roving song? You up for that? Here's the Brothers Four. Oh, that's not working either. I really was in the mood for the Brothers Four, too, today. Oh, I have so much to choose from. This one is definitely going to work. All I can tell you is, oh boy, you can always count on Buddy Holly. All of my love, all of my kissing, you don't know what you've been missing, oh boy. Oh boy, when you're with me, oh boy. Oh boy, the whole world can see that you were oh meant for me. All of my life, I've been waiting. Tonight there'll be no hesitating, oh boy. Oh boy, when you're with me, oh boy. Oh boy, the whole world can see that you were meant for me. Shadows are falling You can hear my heart calling A little bit of loving makes everything right And I'm gonna see my baby tonight All of my love, all of my kissing You don't know 
what you've been I miss you, no boy When you're with me, oh boy The world can see that you When you're with me, oh boy, oh boy, the world can see that you were a man for me. All of my life I've been waiting, tonight there'll be no hesitating, oh boy, oh boy, when you're with me, oh boy, oh boy, the world can see that you were a man for me. Stars appear and the shadows are falling You can hear my heart calling A little bit of loving makes everything right I'm gonna see my baby tonight All of my love, all of my kissing You don't know what you've been missing Oh boy, oh boy, when you're with me Oh boy, oh boy, the world can see that you Buddy Holly and the Crickets, WICH, still very popular in England. Buddy Holly, not only was a hit here, but in other countries as well. Still enjoying his music. Hope you're enjoying it here as well. So that Chuck Berry song that I was going to play called Nadine, I have found one that actually works. We have a lot of uh, choices here. Here's Nadine, the one you can hear. Thank you. 
There it is, the clean version of that song. Uh, Nadine, boy, he wrote a lot of songs with names in them, like Johnny Be Good, Carol, of course, Nadine. He even has a song called Brenda Lee. I don't know if it's for Brenda Lee, but it's called Brenda Lee, You're a Cutie. Just like to uh, sing songs with names in them. Worked for him, Chuck Berry. This particular song was originally done by Tennessee Ernie Ford and was not a hit. And then about six years later, it was recorded again by a group called the Caravels. Big hit. First Elvis Presley song that ever charted. He sang in 1954. This is the 1954 version when he was with Sun Records and he was being watched very closely by RCA at the time to buy his contract. But here's Elvis from 1954. I would say he was um, quite young. Get to the news, and uh, that was real classic. My Elvis personality radio, WICHAM 1310, 
FM 94.5 W233DV in Norwich. 72 degrees. Here's the news for yous. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Former UK Treasurer Chief Rishi Sunak will become Britain's Prime Minister at a meeting with King Charles III. Sunak, who was selected the leader of the Conservative Party after the brief, disastrous term of Liz Truss, will visit Buckingham Palace, where the king formally asks him to form a new government. After that, Sunak's first task will be to appoint a cabinet that can tackle Britain's economic and political crises. He will also prepare for a budget statement that will set out how the government plans to come up with billions of dollars to fill a fiscal hole created by soaring inflation and a sluggish economy. I'm Mimi Montgomery. Also at townhall.com, U.S. consumers less confident this month as concerns about inflation took hold again after receding in recent months. The conference board reports that its Consumer Confidence Index fell to 102.5 in October from 107.8 in September. Consumers had grown more confident in the two previous months as rising gas prices moderated slightly. That's even as prices for other Essential items remained elevated. Political and legal battles heat up over President Biden's student loan forgiveness program. Bernie Bennett has that story. The political and legal battle over President Biden's student loan forgiveness plan has hit its biggest roadblock yet, with a temporary legal hold on the program leaving borrowers in further limbo. It has also opened up the potential for more opposition by Republicans, but the White House is vowing to fight back after a federal appeals court ruled on Friday that the program should be halted. Friday's order from the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Eighth Circuit stopped the administration from dispersing relief while the court considers a challenge from six Republican-led states. Bernie Bennett in Washington. On Wall Street, the Dow had 219 points and the Nasdaq up 198. More on these stories at townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a Sponsor of passive, affordable single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817 912 1569. The Biden administration ratcheting up pressure on President Daniel Ortega's authoritarian rule in Nicaragua. The U.S. is banning Americans from doing business in the nation's gold industry, threatening trade restrictions and stripping the U.S. visas of some 500 government insiders. The actions are the latest and perhaps most aggressive attempt by the U.S. to hold the former Sandinista guerrilla leader accountable for his continued attacks on human rights and democracy in the Central American country as well as his continued security cooperation with Russia. Keith Peters reporting. A fire at a boarding school for blind students has killed 11 children in a rural community just outside Uganda's capital, Kampala. Police say it was not yet known what caused that fire at Salama School for the Blind in the district of Mukono. Fires at schools have 
become a cause of concern for education officials in Uganda. Breaking news at townhall.com. Children's hospitals seeing a worrying surge in common respiratory illness. Jennifer King reports. Dr. Juan Salazar of Connecticut Children's Hospital is calling it an emergency. Hospitals are bracing for a triple whammy of a particularly nasty strain of influenza, COVID-19, and a common respiratory virus known as RSV. In Texas, Children's Hospital in Houston is treating more than 40 patients with RSV. Medical University of South Carolina says the state is drowning in it. And Children's National Hospital in Washington, D.C. says they have been very busy at all locations due in part to the spike. White House COVID-19 response coordinator Dr. Ashish Ja talked about it at a briefing in mid-October. Because it takes a couple of weeks for your immune system to generate the benefit from that vaccine, and that means you will be ready by Thanksgiving. Jennifer King, Washington. Another check on Wall Street. The Dow had 223 points and the Nasdaq up 169. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Fasten your seatbelt. Anything goes hour with Stu Breyer. Welcome back to our program, WICH. My guest at 1.30 would be Angie. It's going to be here. We're going to be talking about Halloween. She's one of our stars on WCTY. And I'm going to have a lot of folks in with some Halloween stories, get you warmed up for this coming Monday. All right, cut the music. Welcome to the program. Hey Stu, good afternoon. I'm I'm downstairs, and my landlord he's doing some fixing on the uh, rails. But hey, I got the chance to listen to Nadine, and he and you bumped it up on the on the original one. Hey, is that is that a cool tune? How in the hell does anybody create a song like that, Stu? Well, they're uh, geniuses, these musicians. <laughs> you know that. Yeah, I do. And I love you, Sue, and I listen to you every day. Listen, hey, that, Nadine, and how many girls did you ever date that her name was Nadine? I never did, <laughs> but I just dug the song, man. I love it. Okay, I'm glad Thank you dug you. the song, man. You're welcome. Nadine, why can't you be true? Chuck Berry, what a talent, huh? Some people say he was the king of rock and roll. Hey, what difference does it make? They're all good, right? All right, we just had an update on the news. So this uh, half hour is an open forum. Anything you'd like to discuss, you're welcome to do so. Let's check the weather. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Mostly cloudy with some isolated showers today, 69. Chance for a shower tonight, 58. Chance for more showers on a cloudy day tomorrow, high 68. Then it gets a lot better with lots of sunshine on Thursday. And we may hit 70. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. It's a remarkable 71 degrees. We're melting the mud. Yeah, more of that weather this uh, week, at least through Thursday. So we'll take it because we know it's right around the corner. I already got my mittens. I'm all set. I get some very cute little emails, you know, just kind of uh, just humorous stuff that I think you might enjoy. We thank the listeners for sending these. You can email me at stu, S-T-U, at W-I-C-H dot com. Not S-T-E-W, but S-T-U. 
All right, this says that women will never be equal to men until they can walk down the street with a bald head and a beer gut and still think they're sexy. What do you think of that, guys? Behind every successful man is his woman. Behind the fall of a successful man is usually another woman. Clear conscience is usually the sign of a bad memory. Somebody sits down and puts these together. Always borrow money from a pessimist. He won't expect it back. Very intelligent there. A diplomat is someone who can tell you to go to hell in such a way that you will look forward to the trip. Hospitality, making your guests feel like they're at home, even if you wish they were. Do you ever have company? How do you tell them, you know, could you leave now because we're tired? You've been here for seven hours. We've got to go to bed. We've got to get up early. So what do you do? Start to yawn? Money can't buy happiness, but it sure makes misery easier to live with. <coughs> Excuse me, you got those allergies kicking in. I discovered I scream the same way whether I'm about to be devoured by a great white shark or if a piece of seaweed touches my foot. Some cause happiness wherever they go, others whenever they go. I used to be indecisive, but now I am not sure. We have got dozens of these. It's really amazing. Just start off with a little light-hearted stuff. 889-5252, you know, on this program, all opinions are welcome. Even mine. You're never too old to learn something stupid. Nostalgia isn't what it used to be. Change is inevitable except from a vending machine. I'm not a violent guy, but I have had more fights with vending machines. It's embarrassing. For nearly 20 years, it was the most common sense idea Washington refused to adopt. Give Medicare the power to negotiate with the drug companies to lower our prescription drug prices. But now, at long last, it's been signed into law. Here's Congressman Joe Courtney. Getting things done in Congress takes persistence. And persistence is how we capped the cost of life-saving insulin and have finally given Medicare the power to negotiate prescription drug prices so we lower seniors' out-of-pocket costs. It's true. Joe Courtney's winning the fight to lower prescription drug prices and reduce our health care costs. The new law Courtney helped pass caps the price of life-saving insulin at $35 a month, even penalizes drug makers who increase their prices more than the rate of inflation, driving your costs down. I'm Joe Courtney, candidate for Congress, and continuing to lower your everyday costs is my top priority, and that's why I approve this message. Paid for by Joe Courtney for Congress. Angie's going to be with us with some Halloween stuff at uh, 1.30. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. Hey, I was thinking when people, people that are maybe a boss or something, they talk to their employee and ask them if they could do a quicker or better job at what they're doing and the person's doing the best they can that's the person but they the the person that's saying that um says but don't take it personally what i don't i never understood what that meant because if somebody's personally slow 
that's a personal thing. Well, I guess they don't want to lose the person that works for them, and he's gently saying uh, you can do a better job. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Because one, I was working at a job one time, and it, well, regular um, health would be a lot more money. And uh, I figured, well, I live right next door to it, so I work there. I don't have any transportation costs. Mm-hmm. So this is like 20 years ago, but I was getting five dollars an hour for something that was worth much more. But the boss wanted to get everything out of it, not just be satisfied to have somebody doing a good job. Well, some bosses, anyway, they're all different. They're all different. If anybody has ever had a boss or anybody um, say to you, don't take it personally, I would like to hear the story. I once had a boss that came in and gave me a raise. And uh, I found out because he extended my hours... That the uh, secretary there at the time said, you know, you're making less an hour now that he gave you the raise. So bosses like anybody, some of them are not so good people and others are fine. Yeah, that one sounded like a shyster. He was a shyster, yep. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. You're welcome. Yep. This is a good word, shyster. Haven't heard that in a while. Get more for your Medicare dollar, Connecticut, with a $0 premium Medicare Advantage plan from United Healthcare. With a United Healthcare Medicare Advantage plan, it's easier than ever to get more for your Medicare dollar, including better than ever dental, vision, over the counter, and prescription drug coverage. Take advantage. Call United Healthcare today at 1 855 296 0896. That's 1 855 296 0896. Benefits, features, and or devices vary by plan and area. Limitations and Exclusions apply. We're going to share some Halloween stories this week and, you know, have some special guests, you know, really get into it. You know, it used to be really special when we were kids, right? Remember, it was late August and you start to think about Halloween's coming. Right? And you know what happens after uh, Halloween? We start getting worked up over turkey time, Thanksgiving. And I'm seeing a lot of uh, Christmas stuff in stores, too, actually. Oops, turkeys. As you know, we give away turkeys uh, every year in WICH since I was 10 years old. So I look forward to that. When we give you a chance to bag a bird. Someone once called me and said, are you really hurting turkeys? No, no, we don't do that. Welcome, you're on the air. Okay, there is a little hang-up. I certainly hope that you can uh, feel better after that hang-up. All right. We'll play a tune. Get ready for my guest, Angie, in a little bit. Or if you'd like to make a call, we can do that as well. 94.5 and 1310WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Actually, somebody was calling to see if we were giving away the turkey. No, it's not going to happen until November. So don't be fooled by my foolishness. All right? Welcome to the program. Hello. Would you like Uh, to... Number four. Number four? No, I'm, I'm sorry. Kidding. I'm kidding. I know you're kidding, but some people you. believe so, it. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one man was talking about his experience with his job, and 
um, because I haven't changed who I am and how um, and everything, I am friends with a program manager over me and a supervisor over me. And, you know, I'm friends with them today. And I, I ask them, out of suspicion, like, why do you like me? And they said, because of your honesty. You know, I, I'm talking lately with somebody uh, of a different employment that I work with, and because of Dairy Queen, I uh, re-had that friendship, okay? And we've been talking is like, you know, outside of the titles and whatnot, you have... You, be who you are, be a friend. Why did you? Whatever, why did you, you ask? Know, because why did you, you ask? Have, hello. Why did you ask that question? Why do you like me? Why shouldn't they like you? Well, um, I can be very, very myself. Let outspoken, you know, because I've had people, um, supervisors and whatnot, try to. Um, put me in a position like, you know, whatever. I'm just being who I am. Okay. Well, you are. Huh? I said you are who you are. I or am. Or Pop, I and, would say, I am know, what I am. Regardless of the consequences, <clears throat> it, you know, let me tell you, I've been pulled to the red carpet, as they say, and questioned on things. And I've been through that all my life. I, I think I've uh, shared some experiences with you on how I feel, but I own up. I go there. I listen. Okay. Do my do my exchange. Never give up. Say in a good way, professional way, and express your feeling in in whatever. I don't think everybody is out there trying to be mean. But there are certain um, standards or uh, well, it's good to they it's follow. good to express your feelings. But, only do it in a sensitive way. Huh? I said it's good to express your feelings, but do it in a sensitive way. I do, and you know what? I've gained probably more um, uh, positive things mm -hmm. than I do negative things. But, you know, I want to tell people out there, like even Wonder Man or whatever, you know, don't give up. Don't give up. All you people out there, don't give up. Okay. i got to go. Thank you. Welcome to the program. Gee, the 1 o'clock hour used to be so normal. Oh, normal is out. It's not popular it's anymore. Normal is out of vogue, yes. It's old-fashioned to be normal. Mm -hmm. Well, you have made, my friend, the classic mistake. Oh, boy, here he goes. <laughs> Don't you hate it when I call? <laughs> Not really. No, I know. Uh, you said after Halloween, we're all about the turkeys, right? Mm-hmm. What about Veterans Day? Oh, well, certainly Veterans Day, you know. Yeah, but no, come on, though, I'm no serious. Way. All right, you're right, you're right. When you you're know, right, you're right. We really should give more precedence to honoring our veterans. Mm -hmm. And really, Veterans day. day is it's kind of cool that it comes before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving because it gives us some practice being thankful. 
Good point. Uh, for what our veterans have done. So, I mean, I've, I've done it too. Oh, Halloween and Thanksgiving. No, there's Veterans Day. Uh, it used to be called Armistice Day. That's when the uh, mm-hmm. uh, World War One was stopped. They came to an armistice, an agreement. Seems like we just had Veterans Day. It goes by so quickly, huh? No, that was uh, that was Pearl Harbor Day. You got Pearl confused. Harbor. That's <laughs> December seventh, Pearl Harbor. I do it too. I do it too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just uh, thought I'd. Point well, that I did. You know, I love pointing out your mistakes. I did. I know, you know why. Because they're my mistakes too. You know why I made a mistake? That's because why. I'm a bad boy. No, you're a good Stewie. Good Stewie. Yeah, you can get some. You can have some Halloween candy. <laughs> And then you can go to the dentist. <clears throat> yeah, boy. I, I love Halloween, and we do it up big here where I live. Um, and we have a new neighbor who just moved into the building. And mm-hmm. my neighbor checked with her and said, I hope you like Halloween. And she said, oh, yeah, I do. So that's good, because we, um, we feed the little monsters as they come around. And yes, they're supposed to be little monsters. We sit on the front porch yeah. and have pizza and talk and have a good time, and I play spooky sounds out of my window. Believe me, I know you would do that, yes. Oh, yeah, that's me all over, Unless you it? have a cat, and you can give away Kit Kats. That's right, that's right. Oh, that reminds me, i got to find my black cat. Uh, I have a uh, make-believe cat. Oh, the make-believe, okay. Toy cat. About twice the size of radio cat Phoebe. We don't want to be running around looking for Phoebe again. No, Phoebe stays in the house and guards the... Uh, the treats that I hide. Mm. The way to a cat's heart. Huh? The way to a cat's heart. Give them treats. Oh, you you better know it. I, I've got like a lifetime supply of, oh, here she comes, T-R-E-A-T-S, up in the cabinet. Out of life. So let's have 20 bags from up there. Probably wondering, why does he always whisper? Yeah, yeah, that's right. She's here. It's Halloween and she's coming. It's two, two, two. Don't scare me. <laughs> You're about to get scared by your friend coming in the yeah, studio. Yeah, Angie's got a scary story for us. Oh, I hope so. I love scary stories. Okay. All right. Talk to you later. See you later, buddy. Hello. Welcome. Welcome to the program. Had a call back. Thirty-second press. Super. You're the best. Okay. Lovely. Thank you. Come on, Joey. Let's go. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, so. Hi, Larry. So, talking about Thanksgiving, it's on uh, on the TV now. It's already uh, they're, they're saying there's going to be a shortage of turkeys. So, where's the turkeys from last year to this year? Where'd they all go to? I don't know. Maybe they're picketing somewhere. I I don't know. Well, don't you think that this is a, a way to uh, raise the price to maybe fifty or sixty dollars for a turkey? Well, they're going to be raised. That's for sure. Definitely yeah, gonna how, be. How can they say? I like to know how they can say there's a shortage of turkeys. Where, where the hell did the turkeys go to from last year to this year? Are they saying there's no more turkeys around? I don't they know. killed them all. We may have to go with chicken. I don't know. I, I just uh, I I don't I don't go for that stuff when they say there's a shortage of stuff. Now they're scaring a lot of people for oil too. They're going to say that in the Northeast there's going to be a shortage of oil this winter. Oh, yeah, that's getting to me. That's getting to me for sure. Well, I don't think that's true either. doesn't have to be. They can start digging. Well, 
we, we got enough oil around. I, I just think they, they say this, this shortage stuff all the time. They use it as an excuse to raise the prices even higher mm. than what the prices are already going to be. Well, you could be right, my friend, on that one, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think there's shortage of, of stuff. So, uh, I don't know. This, this is the latest one, though, is when you're talking. You just got me when you said Thanksgiving. I was, I was thinking I just saw that commercial on TV. Not a commercial. It was like oh, a, man, yeah. uh, on the news segment. I walked in a store the other day. There were so many Santa Clauses, uh, you know, dolls of Santa and everything. We're getting ready. We're getting ready. Oh, yeah. They already have. Uh, they, call, they already got uh, fr- Good Friday sales. Uh, mm-hmm. It says Good Friday sales right on the, on the TV. Yeah, they have them earlier, I think. Yeah, that's sometimes what I in September, right now, instead of that uh, that that Good Friday or Black Friday thing after Thanksgiving. So the message is, Larry, get your turkeys early and freeze them. Well, if you walk, no, listen, I I haven't been in a store in a couple of days, but I'm, I'm going to look. I'm sure if you walked into one of the supermarkets right now, the, the, whether it's a fresh turkey, but even the frozen ones, you, you'd find the frozen turkeys. You'd find uh, the, uh, the the freezer would be uh, uh, filled up with them. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. All right, buddy. Thanks. So, all right. Talk to you later. Hello. Welcome to the program. It's a funny little sound. What do we got? 73 degrees now. We're really getting carried away with this warmth today, huh? Go for it. Okay, dads. It's time to do the Cabbage Patch, the Running Man, or something more contemporary, the Floss. That's right. Dance like a dad with your kids. Learn more at fatherhood.gov. Hi, welcome to the program. Papa Stowe. Yes, sir. I got a question for you. Question from Boston Benny. What is it? How long have you known your short name? What is Stu? Your short name, nickname? Most people call me Stu. Stufo, is that that's not your Whole day, My whole it? name is Stuart, S-T-U-A-R-T. S-T-U-A-R-T. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So here's the question. Yes, sir. How long have you known, and I, I, I assume you, you, you know what I'm going to say. I don't know. That the three letters of your name are uh, as listed in the alphabet. S-T-U, right. You've known that, right? I don't think I ever thought of it till now, actually. Are you kidding? No. I saw it on television on one of the children's shows, and I said, wait a minute. They're doing the alphabet, you know, they, how they, they break it, the yeah, alphabet up for yeah. the children. And then I said, that's Stu. Well, it helped me learn the alphabet, I think. Yeah, well, I'm going to test that out and tell my wife that Stu, I just told Stu something he didn't know. I yeah. That's something they would have told you a long time when you were in school, when, you know. Mm-hmm. Well. Q-R-S-T-U, yeah. You're absolutely okay, right. Okay, Stu, alphabet Stu. I should have had more alphabet soup. <laughs> okay, take Thank, it easy. Thanks, buddy. Hmm. Sometimes people say S-T-U-W. It's got a letter S-T-E-W-A-R-D, whatever. You can call me Ray, you can call me Jay. Hey, Angie's here. We're going to talk to Angie in just a little bit about Halloween. Definitely going to do that because you brought a muffin in. Okay. So uh, we'll get to one more call in here. Hello. Welcome. You're on the air. Oh, good. I always have time for another hang-up. 
So, let me get my equipment together. Ange, get some ear earphones for you. Famous Ange from WCTY visiting us here. Uh, you should be, unless I messed up on the uh, microphone. Myself. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear yourself now? No. Oh, yeah, there I am. There you are. <laughs> it's like I'm new to this. Angie, you just found herself here. I just, I'm on the radio. This is so exciting. This is great. I <laughs> wanted Angie to come on because she loves Halloween. I do. We used to love Halloween when I was a kid. I was so excited salivating. We always lived in areas where you could go to dozens of homes. How about when you were growing up? Uh, were there a lot of places to uh, go? Oh, get yeah. I, I grew up in this area. I grew up in Oakdale Heights, if anyone's familiar with it. There's streets, punk mm -hmm. streets. And when I was growing up in the 60s and 70s, every house had at least three kids. So it was not... You didn't take a little bucket around. You took the pillowcase. Oh, yeah. And the older you got, the further you got to go into the neighborhood. And it's amazing I have any teeth left. But look, I do. I know, and I was the same way, believe me. A few cavities through my Halloween days, for sure. We used to have uh, kids that would come by twice to the house, which is not a good thing. Well, unless you switch up your costume. you got to give it a little bit of a, you know. If, if you switch up a costume, then that's okay. If you don't even try, you get it. <coughs> Excuse me, the allergies are kicking in. Oh, yeah. So I don't want to scare you. But it is Halloween time. <laughs> it's time to be scared. We had so many kids one, one Halloween season. And I was out, of course, doing my thing. But my mother was giving away candy and ran out of candy. So she started giving away some of my comic books. Oh, no. They would be worth so much money, Stu. Oh, I don't know <laughs> if it was Superman 1. But <laughs> I got home and I, uh, my mother, you know, she confessed. I had no more candy. What was I going to do? You know, she was sensitive. Uh -uh. And I said, you know, well, thank goodness it stopped. You would have started giving away furniture. Because <laughs> she was like, mm, you know. I, so we were always well stocked well after stocked. that. And you don't give away apples because you know that they're going to egg your house if you give away an apple. That's yeah, nothing good for you. A comic book, much better choice. <laughs> so you have a, a horror story for us. But tell us... Um, some of the great costumes that you wore for Trick or Halloween. Well, Do you remember I, you know, them? I have to say I wasn't so inventive as a child. Uh, it was mostly a hippie. I like to be a hippie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was a little hippie gypsy child, so I like to dress up like that. Um, and back then, there were the plastic masks. I think it was a giraffe one year. And it then, was a giraffe, yeah. And then there was the, the very politically incorrect <laughs> hobo costume. I mean, we didn't know that hobos were homeless people. It was just a whole No, it was a, a different type of thing. Hobos. Right. You'd have the little backpack over your shoulder. You, yeah. You, 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 and, uh, and then a, a couple things like that. As an adult, I've done more interesting costumes, but I don't, I don't tend to go all out with the costumes. I'm more of a decoration at the house. You no know, parents thing. make the costumes for their kids a lot of times. They do. But my mom was a teacher. She worked <laughs> full time. She didn't have time for that. And we were I, I had a boring us. costume one year. I was a ghost. Anybody could be a ghost. You know, throw a sheet over my head. And well, as long as you didn't take one of your mom's good sheets, yeah. Yeah, uh, not, not the real I don't real know about ones. you, but we didn't have a lot of extra sheets laying around, so no. <clears throat> um, you know what I have, Stu? I don't know if you're interested in this or if any of your listeners have oh, heard of this. Oh, definitely will. Book, do, you, do we have a minute or do you have to go to break? No, no, we're to New England. 
Weird New England. It came out, I think it was in 2010. Uh, my brother had a copy of it up in New Hampshire, and I read it, and I was instantly hooked because I like strange stories, not just ghost stories, but odd stories. I've always been a little bit of a ghoul. Oh, I love that stuff. And there's, there's some right here in our area that people may or may not be aware of, and I thought maybe I could point a couple of these out if you were interested. Are you going to scare me, Ange? No, no, I won't. I won't I scare, scare you. scare easily, you know. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a jump out and scare you. I'm, I love Halloween. I love the look of it, but as far as jump scares, that's no, not me. Like jump scares. I'm more of a subtle... Uh, my favorite movie, ghost movie, is The Others that came out in 2001 with Nicole Kidman. A ghost mm, story. That's, yeah, it. that's a good one. That's, I saw that yeah, one. That's kind of like the way, you know, I watch all the stuff on, on Netflix. I do have to admit, and I do watch Stranger Things and, and things like that. And Boy, that Stranger Things is popular, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And I love it, and even though I'm <clears throat> a woman of a certain age. But it doesn't when, matter. But when it comes to kind of gross stuff, I do. I don't have the stuff. Yeah, it's got a lot it. grosser now. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I really kind of prefer the more subtle <laughs> ghost story or or mm-hmm. just odd things. Well, I'm glad you, you're here with some weird things because everybody loves that stuff. Ange. I think so, too. And if anybody ever thinks to get this book, I'm, I'm sure you can find it. Are there bookstores still, Stu? Um, I think there's one. It's in <laughs> Poughkeepsie, if you're in that area. Because I love me a good a good one. Here's just um, a real quick one that people might have heard of. Mm-hmm. And I'll read the synopsis of it, not the whole the whole thing. Sure. But this is somebody named Dennis, and this is his... He's, he is talking in this book. In my hometown of Salem, Connecticut, we have a local legend that you can actually hear. The story all started back in 1899 when a homeowner who lived on one side of Salem's Gardner Lake contracted a construction company to move his house to a new plot of land on the opposite side of the water. Unfortunately, the ice cracked under the weight of the building, and today it rests on the bottom some 50 feet beneath the lake's surface. Chillingly, several fishermen have reported hearing the faint strains of piano music floating on still air while alone on the lake in the half-light of the early morning. So be careful where you drop anchor on Gardner Lake. You might just be dropping in on one, one home's watery grave. Isn't that Nice, huh? <laughs> I like that type of thing. I do too. You can be around there and start to hear the piano, and uh, and then then I would be afraid. I would run. I would go. Would you run? Really? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm not brave. Oh, wait a minute. Uh-oh. Oh no. Are we there? Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. How did that happen? I don't know. It's really strange. <laughs> yee. Oh, so these are, um, you know, people come up with some of these books and they tell you that it's, it's real, right. really happened, but, you know, I don't know. Uh, you know, it's, it's well, this one, this one you probably know of. I'm sorry. You've got, mm-hmm. I, I'm making a cough. Are you allergic to me, Steve? No, no, I've had uh, this since 1922. <laughs> of course, we all know about the Devil's Hop Yard. Um, which oh, is, the Devil's yeah, Hop Yard. In, in East Haddam. And the story is that they tell a strange have been strange things happening even even before the European settlers moved in in the 17th century. Native Americans claimed that this 8,660-acre area with uh, features of Chapman Falls, that you might remember that, of Eight Mile River, was home to a god. Not not a devil, but a god. And upon arriving and hearing this, Puritan settlers, because they knew best, of course, uh, thought that the wild land was more apt to be home to the devil, which is where it got its name. And there are, under those Chapman Falls rocks, and I haven't seen them, even though I, I go there quite often and walk and hike, mm-hmm. there are, right under the falls, there are round potholes. There are, like, circular potholes and geologists say that 
they're probably the result of swirling eddies in the water. You know, after a while it bores away at it. However, local lore says that these curious depressions were drilled into the stone by the tail of none other than Satan himself. Hmm. <laughs> you, do, you, do you believe in ghosts? Yes, I do. Really? Is there any particular reason why you believe in ghosts? Well, I believe that it's really arrogant of us not to think that there's some sort of lingering spirit. I do not believe, though, in malevolent, malevolent spirits, that they can do things to harm you. Um, you know, they're all pretty good guys and I gals. I think so. I mean, poltergeists, yeah, maybe they're a little angry. There's a little anger mm -hmm. left over. The energy's angry, so they can maybe move things around, throw things around. But um, demonology is not, is not something I embrace. I'm not really... I'm more of, I like the spirits, and, and yes, some people should Through my radio career, I've heard that from listeners stories that are unbelievable. But are they unbelievable or believable? Well, that's what I wonder. That's, that, you know, they're unbelievable at first, and then you think, well, these people are very credible that mm -hmm. told me these stories. And As a matter of fact, Bob, uh, from upstairs, Bobby Reed told yeah. me a story. He had an apartment with a friend, and the place was supposed to be haunted, and they were really moving pots and pans around Okay. the ghosts. He called them friendly ghosts. He didn't mind. Nobody right. was bothered, but a little bit of a pain in the neck. You'd put the pan one way and it would go somewhere else. But that, That's unnerving, though. Yeah, know. it is, you know, especially when you're looking for the pan and it's... And of course you can psych yourself up. I, have, I don't think I've ever seen a ghost, but I'm sure that I have felt presence of... Mm -hmm. Other, other, I'm not sure, otherworldly things. And this is a certain way you get, kind of that, you know, ooh, that shiver, the I've goose had, walks over I've your grave. I've psychics on the program, and they, they're saying things all the time. Oh, yeah, I have friends who are psychics, and I, I totally believe in that stuff. Mm -hmm. I do. There's no reason why our brain, our brains are vast. We don't use but a portion oh, Thank you. Of them. I needed that. <laughs> so, uh, Yours especially, still. My, uh, I had a psychic on the program a lot, and she definitively told me that she was taken into a spacecraft. Well, okay. They let her go, which is good. Oh, well, that's good. And, and you know, then the, the probing kind of bothers me. I don't want to get involved in any yeah, of that. Yeah, but then so. you're not supposed to remember too much. Exactly. I would rather not remember that. Thank <coughs> you very much. But yeah. I like the, the, the idea of it. If you look outside today, this is a perfect New England day for a ghost story. It's kind of on the mild side. It's sort of mm -hmm. warmish, but it's hazy and foggy, and the leaves are on the ground and, and changing, and they're almost down. You have some bare trees. This would be a perfect day, as long as you're careful not to slip, to go for a walk in the woods. Well, you don't get... Don't, uh, don't I remember you told me that you don't get a lot, you don't get kids Halloween, they don't oh, come no. around anymore? No, they don't come, I think everyone does trunk or treat, which I, I guess is a good is a good thing. There are a lot of trunken treats going on all over the area. Trunken treats? Yeah. No, you said drunken. Drunken treats. Well, there are always drunken treats, too, at my house, too, yeah. but as I said, nobody comes by, so yeah, that's, that's what true. I do they're on Halloween. <laughs> there's more parties, they're more doing that. Yes, I think so, too, but I, I have the candy, I buy the candy like you do, that I like, that way when they don't show up, then I have mm -hmm. something to snack on for the rest of the at least the rest of the night. Do you have Kit Kats? I am not a kid. I am a Snickers and Reese's mm -hmm. Peanut Butter Cup fan. Oh, I like those too. I may come to your house. Okay. Well, you know, you get a whole bag when you come to my I'll house. talk to and knock three. Yeah, because you got all this leftover stuff. You can get one piece. You get a whole handful. Yeah. And then you can come back again with a, not even a different costume, and I would still give you another handful. So, um, you've never seen a vampire, though, huh? I haven't seen a vampire, only on television. Mm -hmm. And I remember the first time I saw it was Dracula, black and white, you know, years ago. Stayed up really late to watch it, and it didn't particularly make me nervous. Well, was there any um, horror movie that made you nervous? Uh, oh, gosh, yes. Um, Amityville Horror, the book, actually 
terrified me. Um, then I saw the movie later and then the remake, but I read the book probably when I was too young to read it. Same thing with The Exorcist. I saw that it probably... Oh, you did, I see. I could young. never... I saw a part of The Exorcist, I think, when her head was spinning, and I said, that's enough. Yeah. Uh, th- that's... It, it, was, it's, it, was t- it was terrifying, I, th- I think, and I was kind of young then, and then I... I I don't know. Like I said, I kind of like the quaint ghost stories better, the little bit, because it's so far away from reality that it makes you not afraid. You're afraid, but in a good way. The Exorcist actually messed a few people up. Yes, it did. It really did bother them uh, terribly. I do believe people in theaters, if I recall, had to leave. They were ill. Mm -hmm. That just happened recently with another movie that I'd never heard of uh, just a couple days ago. They were leaving the theater. Do you read uh, Stephen King books? I do. All of them. What's your favorite one? The sh- uh, well, not The Shining. It would be... Uh, it's kind of a... I've seen The Shining. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I, I really liked I, re- I really liked The Shining and um, the one that... Uh, why wasn't it coming? I'm getting a blank. It's my favorite. I used to read it there's every year. There's one Cujo and there's... Uh, uh, the one where, where he... Pet uh, Cemetery, and there's... Uh, I, you know, lots of them. I'm getting, Carrie? I'm getting my, no, it's the one after that. Why am I... This is my favorite book, and I can't remember the name of it. I'm getting one of those blanks that I guess radio guests get that I've never had before. Oh, yes, it's, it's a ghost in here. <laughs> it's the one where Christopher Walken was in the movie. Uh, oh, yeah, then it must have been the dead. It's the dead zone. How can I let that go? I didn't That's, see that. I didn't see that one. So. I didn't really care much for the movie or the TV series, but I love the book. I love the book. I think one of our listeners may want to talk to you here. Uh-oh. Huh? W-I-C-H-I. Oh, yeah. My question is, when we sleep, I have a theory that we're ghosts somewhere else when we're in the mode of sleep. And if someone is having a dream, being that mode where the other part is, say if you go in your bathroom while you're dreaming, not the person that's sleeping, of course, but the person in the dream, being you or me, um, go to your uh, mirror in the bathroom and look in it and see, is that your reflection and... um, Nobody's ever done that quite. I can't remember to do that either when I dream, but it would be weird if it was another person or our, ourselves. Well, just like just go to bed with a mirror. You won't have to get up, all right? <laughs> Thank you. Do you believe in the, what's your thoughts about some of these dreams? Are they premonitions or? Um, it's, it's a whole other world in there. Another, like, yeah. Again, the, your, your, your brain is so much going on. It never, ever stops. And, and, unless you're not around anymore, but um, I don't know. I did hear a story once that I saw someone tell on, I think it was on David Letterman, about a man who walked down a long driveway and he came to an old house. He knocked on the door. Someone answered the door and said, why are you here? This house is haunted. And he said, haunted? Who's haunting it? And she looked at him and said, why you are. (laughs) He did it much better than I did. That was. What about reincarnation? Oh, sure. Yeah, why Why not? not? Wasn't that a milk reincarnation? No, that's something else. <laughs> Just carnation. I still, uh, I still drink that. Tang, I don't drink, but I love carnation and some breakfast. Hi, W-I-C-H. Angie is with hi. us. What you got? Hi, hi, Angie. Hi. I lived in a house where they used to lay out the bodies, you know, you know, the private home. In the mm-hmm. drawing rooms, yeah. Yeah, yeah and um, so we had bought this house, and honestly... Somebody would come in the back door, walk through the ho- We would hear the footsteps, never saw anybody, mm-hmm. and they would go downstairs. But I, I had to leave there, uh, the house. I won't mention where it is. It's local. Mm-hmm. But it, it just scared me and the kids, so we had to sell. So you could hear the footsteps. You should have had a sign, take off your shoes. 
<laughs> no. Well, no, and you could hear the door open and everything. Did you have pets? And I wa- uh, yes, I did. And did they act I just funny? had cats. That's all. But did they act a little well? I act weird anyway. But where did they? Could mm-hmm. they send something? Uh, well, the, my the ones I have now is Siamese, so they're peculiar. <laughs> but I oh. smell my mother's powder. You know the oh. old talcum powder. Once in a while, I'll smell her power powder, and it, it's mm. so wonderful. That's nice. I wanted to That's ask That's a good you thing. If you knew about um, the woman up in Pawtog, um I can't think of her name, but there's a ghost story about that up there. Maybe you can remember or someone else mm, knows. Thanks for calling. Uh, I don't know that one. Patchogue mm-hmm. ghost story. I'll have to look that up. Hi, WICH. We're scaring people now. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Hey, Stu. Um, you were talking. Hi, Ashley. Um, Angie. That's I, Angie. I, I loved hearing you talk about the rocks that are underneath Chapman Falls because, listen, I am holding in my hand one of those rocks. Ooh. Really? Yes, and it has the, the circles. They're like bowls where supposedly the devil's tail uh, was was swirling around. That's awesome. And they're all different sizes. It's got three really big swirls. It's like uh, three inches across. But then it has some that are medium-sized and some that are really small. I actually have one. Wow. Um, I've had it for years. It's like my I collect rocks. I, I use them in my head sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, Good place to keep one them. One thing about this, though, it has a little ridge on it. In fact, I'm feeling it with my finger right now. I'm like, how did that form? And the only thing I can figure out is the devil must have slapped it with his tail when he saw God coming. Well, there you go. Well, we, uh, you have a good imagination. <laughs> you may be right. I don't know. But Angie but, just uh, ran yeah, out of yes, the studio. I'm a proud owner of one of those rocks, although... <laughs> You know, in the I daytime, I'm fine. I don't I'll know if it was in. legal for me to say uh, Yeah, I was going to ask that. Isn't that, um... I don't want to say anything, but mm-hmm. that might not be right. Stealing okay, rocks, yeah, huh? don't tell anybody. I won't. Okay. We won't. We All won't right, buddy, anything. thank you. Thank you. Everybody loves this subject, Ange. I really know. do. It's mm-hmm. a fun, it's, it can be a fun subject. It can be a fun, you know, if you don't get you too don't take weird it too about far. it. I mean, I've actually seen somebody under hypnosis go into another life. Wow. And a hypnotist friend, she brought him on the air. He became a soldier in the Civil War. He went to her because he had this pain in his side. She put him under hypnosis, and through hypnosis, he realized that he had been stabbed in another life. And I was sitting right there. Wow. What you got? Give me some more in that book. Yeah, this book isn't... I don't want to take away, because I didn't ask you if you believe in ghosts. I have an open mind about it, really. I've heard too many stories to think there isn't something else going on. Right, I mean, you know, people have imaginations, but sometimes not as good as some of the mm-hmm. stories. Um, okay, here's something. I don't exactly... Monroe, Connecticut. Do you know where that is? No, I don't think I've been to Monroe. Well, this sounds interesting. I'll make it quick, but... Um, it's okay. The, uh, I'll, I'm reading from the book again. I'm reading from... I'm going to give credit where credit's due. It's called Weird New England. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came out in like 
2010. Uh, somewhere on a rutted, nearly impassable back road in rural Monroe, Connecticut, stands what locals call the House of the Faceless People. This ancient ramshackle farmhouse is surrounded by swamps and marshland, partially enclosed within a forest of gnarled, bent, and bony-looking trees. All its windows are boarded up. Since faceless people have no eyes, they have no need of windows. But there's another dimension to this architectural modification. Security. The house is like a fort, impenetrable, as if designed to keep something out or in. If visited at night, and that's the only time to experience the full effect, the house will appear gray in the moonlight, entirely dark. To the eyeless, interior lighting is as useless as windows, but we're told, on certain occasions, a dim kerosene lamp will be visible through the slats covering the window of one room in the downstairs left front corner. <laughs> Did you have a, a place in your neighborhood that you thought maybe was haunted? No, this is the, this is the house. Oh, Did my goodness. Doesn't that look like a haunted house? No, because I grew up in a, in a neighborhood of... Um, raised ranches and <laughs> capes so they're but we did have the woods around us and there were um root cellars in the woods as there are in quite a few woods in new england uh, but we always thought they would be something else maybe not root cellars at all you know you pretend that we played in the woods as kids we didn't care you know we we get up we go home for lunch go back out in the afternoon be gone all day yeah we lived in a road called elm hill avenue and it was all Apartment buildings, ah. so we could go into one and, and hit about eight or nine people in one building. I mean, it could hardly lift the candy when I got home. Hi, WICH. Oh, hi, um, Angie. Gonna make it quick. You? I'm short of yeah. time. What um, you got? Have you ever um, had something uh, invisibly unlock in front of you? Um, I live in an old house, and I have an old china closet, and. I have, you have to unlock it with the key, and in the middle of the night, I can hear that thing click and mm. unlock, and I have the key in a zippered pouch in my drawer in my bedroom. Mm. I just got and the I'm chills. Open it You got see, good for you, you win the prize. You got the goosebumps. You got the goosebumps. <laughs> hey, thanks, we'll talk more about it this week. I-W-I-C-H. Hi, how you doing? Good. Okay, uh, I got a real life true, not a ghost story, but a horror story. Okay, give me a quick but horror story. This was maybe 35 years ago. I belonged to a volunteer fire department. I was there 15 years, and it was Halloween Eve, late, you know, 11 o'clock or so, just before midnight of Halloween late Eve. We got called to a shed fire, and it, it was bigger than your average shed. It, it was an old cabana. The owner had had a pool filled in the pool, but kept the cabana. It, it was probably 12 by 12. And it, you know, was on fire. So we, we put it out. But there was one particular item that just kept smoldering, and we kept dousing it with water, and it wouldn't go out. So I told one of the young guys, uh, go grab a pipe pole. You know what a pipe pole is? I do now. Long pole, long pole with a hook on it. Okay. And it, that you use to, to pull on stuff. <clears throat> uh, and he came over and he was trying to grapple that. It looked like an armchair uh, because there was arms outstretched. So he wasn't able to get a hold of it. So I grabbed him and said, hey, let me have this. 
and I dug it in and pulled, and it was a body. Okay. Goose bump number two. <laughs> I don't like that story. Are you trying to make and me cry? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, we that's an odd one. We found out who it was, but uh, it, 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 nobody slept that night. We went back to the fire station. Know. We stayed up all night. None of, none of us are going to sleep tonight. Yeah. Oh, Thank no. you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. We could do this all day. I know. We could do it all week. I would all love week. To. We can do that. I'm up for that. <laughs> so what, have, uh, what else you have in that neat book? Okay. Um, uh, this is somebody named Angel. Oh, it's off to a good start. This is her first, or it could be on hell, it could be a, a male. This is about a road called Downs Road in Hamden, Connecticut. And me and my friend, Kara, heard from this girl that this road was haunted. So one real cold night, we decided to go down there. The road is supposed to be home to these inbred people who are exceptionally smart when communicating through telepathy. As soon as you go down the road, it's like a blanket of darkness and an uncontrollable fear covers you. It's about a mile and a half and the street is very, very narrow. There are only two street lights. There are no houses. I swear you cannot go three minutes down that street without feeling like you can't breathe. I saw what looked like a baby on the side of the road and when I looked to the side I saw a bald guy lying in the woods. I couldn't handle it anymore so I freaked out and told my friend let's get out of here. I was shaking the whole way home. The feeling that you get when you go down there is like no other I've ever felt. It's like evil and darkness is enclosing you and you can't get away and it slowly suffocates you. I don't remember going down there. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. She just did a whole thing about going down there and then said at the end that she doesn't remember it. Mm. Now I have to discard that whole you may, story. You have to question it. <laughs> don't you ridiculous. love these horror, these horror movies where they, they're in a big new house and don't, don't go in that door? Yeah. They have so many bad doors. So what people always want to go in the door. Oh, sure. Yeah. Would you? No, I go the other That's way. A, uh, the heck with I'm the door. I'm not that curious. Leave the door alone. Yeah. Leave that door and alone. And it always creaks a little. Well, my grandparents had a house like that, but it didn't feel haunted to me. They had the the dirt basement and mm -hmm. the, the, the full attic, and we played in both places. Not a care in the were world. Were you afraid of the dark when you were little? Uh, no, not really. I no. think I was. I like to play outside in the dark. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a lot of fears about spiders, terrified of spiders, and I always was. But Not amazing. Mostly everybody I know is terrified of spiders. And they don't do it. Well, some they don't. Some of them do. But most of them do not harm us. And I still have it. It's a prejudice of mine. I'm trying to get over it, but I'm not going to go grab a tarantula and try to get through it like some people do. What that's about witches? 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 Wiccans? Yeah. I'm <coughs> very much. Very, that's, that's a whole religion as far as I'm concerned. And did you ever go to nature. Salem? Sa yeah, Salem, Mass. I did. I got very upset there, though. You got very... Well, it's not a... It's a sad story. It's a terrible story. It wasn't actually... And wasn't it not truly in Salem itself? It was in North, <coughs> nearby town. Anyway, no matter what, it was a, it was a horrible thing. It's a horrible thing, and um, it's a dark time. I get sad history. about all the money they make from it. It's true, but that's—I don't know—maybe that's a way of kind of honoring the poor women, unique, interesting women that were persecuted. Maybe this is a way of them getting their little payback. Yeah, it's a good point you make there. Uh, and we have a yeah. few more minutes. Maybe we you do? can hit us with another one. Okay. 
I, uh, I have to talk to your agent. Maybe we can have you back this week. <laughs> this is a fun one. This is not. This is not scary. If it's, it's more interesting mm -hmm. than scary, and it's a quick one because I know we've got time here. Dog-eared them. Um, and people know about this because if you're from this area, the Connecticut croakers, Wyndham, Connecticut has the most unusual town seal, the bullfrog. Odd in itself, but the new bridge over, it's not new anymore, over the Willimantic River features four giant statues of frogs. Now why? Sitting on the spool of thread. That's self-explanatory mm -hmm. uh, because thread uh, denotes the city's history of thread making. But what about the giant bullfrogs? Well, it began over 250 years ago during the summer of 1758. Wyndham was suffering a terrible drought. At the same time, the town was anticipating an attack by French and Indian forces from Canada. So nobody was sleeping too well that dry, dark night in July, when just after midnight, the citizens were roused in their beds by a frightful, and I love this word, caterwauling that filled the stifling air. Most took cover. Fear, fearing the natives. The volume grew louder and louder. People thought Judgment Day was upon them. Oh no, they heard Dyer, Dyer, Elderkin, Elderkin, because Colonels Dyer and Elderkin were prominent local lawyers, so the terror increased. Well, nothing happened. What was it? By morning, the answer was all too clear. No bullets, no thunderbolts. A certain mill pond, forever after known to be the frog pond, had nearly fallen victim to the prevailing drought. A seemingly endless population of bullfrogs had apparently been fighting all night over what little water remained. And that was that. Well, sometimes we have answers to these things, and <laughs> sometimes not. Sometimes we don't. I've always been told, never play with the Ouija board. Have you done that? When I was a kid, we did, <clears throat> and I refused to. And we were just cleaning my mom's, out, my mom's house out, actually, and I saw it, and I said, get, get, get that out of here. She still had it. She still had it with all the other games as you it's know, supposed Ange, to be. You know, I really game. think there was something to that. Yeah. I must have really, things you don't know. I've had people uh, talk to me about the Ouija board, and uh, very credible people say, you know, don't mess with it. It's a doorway of sorts, I believe. I know yeah, that that does, it doesn't have to make sense. I don't have to back up any of this with facts. This is all just opinion on my part, but no, I'd say stay away from it. We, I'm glad you came through our doorway. Maybe uh, <laughs> I can talk you into coming in one but more time. But did I? Did I really come here? Am I really here, or am I next oh, door? You're still next door. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Now you gave me goosebumps. <laughs> this is fun. This is great. We'll do it again. Okay. All right. Thanks, Stu. Thank you so much. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. For my monster from his slab began to rise. And suddenly, to my surprise, he did the match. He did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It got on in a flash. He did the match. He did the monster match. From my laboratory in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast. The ghouls all came from their humble abode to get a jolt from my electrode. They did the match. They did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. They did the match. It caught on in a flash. They did the match. They did the monster match. The zombies were having fun. The party had just begun. The guests included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. The 
scene was rocking over digging the sounds Igor on chains backed by his baying hounds The coffin bangers were about to arrive With their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five They played the match They played the monster match The monster match It was a graveyard smash They played the match It got on in a flash They played the match They played the monster mash Out from his coffin Rack's voice did ring Seemed he was troubled by Just one thing Opened the lid And shook his fist and said Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist It's now the mash It's now the monster mash The monster mash And it's a graveyard smash It's now the mash It's caught on in a flash It's now the mash It's now the monster mash Now everything's cool, Drax a part of the band And my monster mash is the hit of the land For you, the living, this mash was meant to When you get to my door, tell, tell them Boris sent you Then you can mash Then you can monster mash The monster mash And do my graveyard smash Then you can mash That's the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen Hopefully with us again tomorrow Goodbye Goodbye Please get kind to each other and don't scare each other too much. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Enjoy the warm weather. Thanks for Angie for coming over, bringing some fun with us. WYCH AM 1310 in Norwich, 94.5 FM, W233DB in Norwich. We're going to take you to the news, and then uh, Jimmy Fallon has his talk show this afternoon. Thanks for all the calls. It's